and he said, like, Clark The gayest said, thing two men could ever say is, about the other. This is incredibly <laughs> so homoerotic. This is... I, <laughs> if you would have told me that Bruce and Clark were going to make out in this book, I'd buy it. I would have 100% believe you because these motherfuckers love one another. <laughs> it's nuts. Like, like, I don't know if that was just a bit that the writers did, but like, these dudes are <laughs> life partners. <laughs> it's crazy. Why this fool got more comics than a motherfucker? Ready? Welcome back to MCMF, the comic book podcast where I try to get you, dear listener, into the wonderful world of comic books by making my friends read those comic books. My name is Marcus, Mr. Summers, if you're nasty. Joining me on this episode to talk about Batman Superman Public Enemies, it is the goddamn all-star Batmany. That's right. I'm back. Uh, Not talk about... Power Rangers this time, I promise. <laughs> yeah, and look, this time I made sure the audio is here, so... Oh, yeah. <laughs> we talked nope, about it on nope. episode 28, but yeah, that episode, it was, we had so much fun, and it just did not... It was a not, great talk. It was a great talk, and nobody but us will ever hear it. fact, dear listeners, the fact <sighs> is, there were too many bits. Too many bits? <laughs> too many bits, and we had to be... We had to be brought down to size. We had to be censored. We had to be silenced. Oh, man. This is Big Zordon trying to keep us down. Yes. Right. This is Big Zed's work. Big (laughs) Zed is trying to diminish our good works. Uh, Uh, He's secretly pro-Tommy Oliver, and he could not handle this. He couldn't. Tommy Oliver is the Randy Orton, or is the John Cena to Lord Zed's Randy Orton. Right. Uh, couldn't handle it I, I, so they need each other uh, but yeah right. we're back uh, this time to talk about Batman Superman Public Enemies uh, this story is actually called The World's Finest but it was collected as uh, Public Enemies and it was adapted into Public Enemies so when I think of it that's what I call it this is from the Superman Batman sto- uh, series that went on from 2003 to 2011 this is like the first uh this is the first six issues of that. This got adapted into a movie. Um, which rules. Which rules! Like, that was what I thought about. I was like, damn, that movie kicks ass. Yeah. Um, it and, fucking bangs. And, like, the thing I always think about, like, this reminds me of, like, such a fun time. Because DC, like, for, for a while, nobody could really gain a foothold with the live-action movies. But what comic book companies were excelling at was putting out these animated features that were just like incredible um so like dc had a run from like 1995 (laughs) to like 2010 where it was just heat the lebron james of like of animated movies was dc they could not miss for like damn near a decade it was nuts Cause like I'm gonna I'm gonna pull them up here really fast. Even even when they got into like 
the new 52 era stuff, even still those good. are kind of good. Still good. Those yeah, are still the, pretty fucking good. The first animated DC movie is Batman Mask of the Phantasm. Right. Out of the gate. That's one of the best. Out of the gate. That's one of the best <laughs> Batman movies, period. That movie rules. Right. You get... they, they never stopped. Just banger, banger. Banger just... after banger after banger That's after right. banger after just... banger. Just absolute heat. Yeah, because then you get Batman and Mr. Freeze Sub-Zero in 98. Uh, Batman Beyond Return of the Joker. Batman Mystery of the Batwoman. The Batman versus Dracula. Right. <laughs> Superman Radiac Attacks. Teen Titans Trouble in, Trouble in Tokyo. Which, if you are one of the people who thinks like, oh, Teen Titans go... You know what ruined my childhood? Why didn't they give Teen Titans an ending? Teen Titans has an ending. It's called Trouble in Tokyo. Uh, it's great. Superman Doomsday, which is one of my dad's favorites. Uh, that includes the scene <laughs> where Lex Luthor sends um, he sends his assistant uh, Mercy, I think her name is. Yeah, he's, I think it is. He sends her to go get um, to go get. Superman's body or something or like his DNA from his tomb and she go goes and erases all the evidence and he goes and she says uh, uh, you know it's like you were never there he says good pop <laughs> neither were you <laughs> what the fuck uh, <laughs> it's so all crazy time great, all time great hater Lex Luthor uh, they get, uh, Justice League the New Frontier which is based off the art of Darwin Cook so it looks incredible uh, Batman Gotham Knight. There's just a Wonder Woman one. Green Lantern First Flight. Then Public Enemies came out in 2009. Justice League Crisis on Two Earths 2010. Under the Red Hood 2010. Superman Batman Apocalypse. All-Star Superman. Emerald Knights. Year One. Doom? Justice League Doom fucking kicks ass. Yeah, that's one of my favorite. Um, uh, I, uh, as far as stuff that's like in the DC animated canon Justice League Doom fucking rules Justice League Doom is so I, so sick it just, oh fucking tight yeah, it's, that, that it's a movie bangs. in which uh, the Legion of Doom steals Batman's plans uh, like his contingency plans for the Justice League and, and then, basically found Batman's file how to wash my teammates <laughs> and they and, use it to beat their asses for like 90 minutes. I think the only one who he doesn't have one on yet is um is Cyborg. Plastic Cyborg. Man. Oh, you're oh, right. He had Yeah, you're Plastic right, yes. like he has nothing on Plastic Man. He's like this motherfucker is crazy. Like, <laughs> what can I do? Maybe I can freeze him. I don't know. Um, <laughs> um Yeah. It's just great. <laughs> Yeah, and so, like, because there's not a plan for Batman, they have Bane, like, whoop his ass and bury him next to his parents. Yeah, they, they fuck him up. It's, it's, <laughs> no. it's so like, crazy. The plan for Wonder Woman is, I don't know, man, make her fight a bunch of civilians. Yeah. <laughs> make Wonder oh, Woman man. think that everyone is Cheetah, so she just beats all their asses until she's tired. Uh, That's the plan. There's no weakness. It, it's, it just, works. Yeah. Just let her get tired. Just yeah. Just wear her the fuck out in combat, and, and uh, then shoot her or something. I don't know. Superman um, versus the Elite, which rules. Uh, oh, I, I don't. I don't. I can't recall. 
I know like the new fifty two movies are like done now. Yes. I, I think so I'm not sure what the current slat, like slate of like um DC animated movies are looking like. Uh no, I do not know because they just oh there's a Catwoman movie that just came out this year. Uh, Damian Wayne is getting a uh, <laughs> there's a Damian Wayne Christmas movie coming out. Oh, didn't they just release? Um... Super Sons just came out. Yeah, 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 Super Sons. Um, I know there was that one Batman movie with Jason Ackles voicing Batman. Forget the name of it. There's a there's one where Batman is in a black exploitation movie, which is fucking cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Batman's what? Soul of the Dragon. It's the seventies. It's <laughs> the premise is in the nineteen seventies, a missing teacher of a martial arts is the subject of a quest by his devoted and brilliant students, who include Batman. <laughs> Good Lord Almighty! It's the greatest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Uh, yeah, they, oh they even did Red Sun recently, which I haven't. Okay, uh, okay, um, they did um, Long Halloween. That's the one that Justin Eccles is in. Oh, he does voice him in that. I've watched. Mm-hmm. Um, fun fact: on me and my girlfriend's first date, we watched part one of that. Oh yeah, uh, that movie fucking kicks ass. Yeah, like it, it's 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 hard to fuck up animated DC shit, especially Batman. Yeah, um, and like this is. And maybe this is MCU burnout talking for me, where I feel like I've I've kind of hit my crisis point of just like a lot of this stuff I don't I, like. I still haven't watched Hawkeye. I think I watched the first ten minutes of it and fell asleep. Um, yeah, that's right. And then I just I like Hawkeye, it. like as a character and as a show, but like I get it. Yeah, like I just haven't. I didn't go back to watch it. Um, you know, I watched Loki because I thought it might factor into Doctor Strange, and it didn't. But I did enjoy Loki. Because it wasn't yeah. what I expected it to be. Um, and uh, what was the other one that, like... Oh, I still haven't watched Ms. Marvel. And it's like, I know I like Kamala as a character. I'm just, like, at this point with the MCU stuff where I'm just like, I'll see it when I see it. Um, yeah, I'm not really... Um... I'm not really hard-pressed to watch it. Um, oh. And my thing is, especially now that uh, recently announced at New York City Comic Con, my new nemesis, C.B. Sobolski... Uh, said that they are making comics that are 10 years ahead of the MCU so they can, when they get to this point, pull back from it. And I don't really like that kind of as a mission statement. Yeah, that I feel like all that's going to do is get... It's not going to keep people reading comics. Right. Like, And it's oh. not going to get new people to read comics. Because, yeah. like... What I've learned, and this is something that I've come across because I see so many comic book TikToks, a lot of the people who, like, make comic book content, like, MCU content, do not, like, they don't read comics. They, um, they wiki dive. And they, yeah. they scan and they go, oh, this would be cool. But they only, like, care about, at this point right now where we are, I feel like people are, at large just care about like cameos and crossovers and yeah like, people they want every movie to be no way home now and yeah, like yeah it's like that that old boy on twitter who was like oh she hulk stole deadpool's gimmick like are you be are fucking you, for real are you high? You are, 
You are on crack. There is no way in hell you right. believe that. Because she's doing that like, in issue one of Sensational She-Hulk by John. Yeah, Byrne. like half yeah, that book is her telling John Byrne to go to hell. Yeah, she fucking like <laughs> her one of her books gets canceled, and when it comes back, she's like half yeah. naked. She's like, please, you better not let this one get canceled. Yeah, please read my book. I my titties is out. Please God. That's also um, the book where she jump ropes butt booty naked for twenty pages. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, I've I've come across that too. It's just like like perfect example. Speaking of She Hulk, um, I I watched She Hulk. Um, I I really liked it. I really did like She Hulk the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought it was um spoiler alert if if you aren't up to She Hulk, dear listener. But, you know, the end where, like, she kind of, like, pokes fun at, like, she spends the whole show poking fun at at kind of MCU fan. He was like, this is my show. Don't expect cameos every episode. Blah, 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 blah. And then there is a cameo every episode, which is the joke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and then the end, you know, she kind of, like, harps on common critiques people have of the MCU. And, like, seeing that kind of made me go, okay, maybe they... Maybe they get it. I mean, it helps that they've got Marvel Comics writers coming in and writing this stuff. Like, Zach Wells and Cody Ziegler, Mm -hmm. like, are the two names that I noticed. But, like, they've got comic book writers working on this stuff now, which helps a lot. But to tie this all back to the point of Superman and Batman, I like these adaptations that are done years later where they're just like, oh, you know what what would be cool? Like and it's not they're not putting these things out because they want to make forty billion dollars. They're putting these things out to make whatever money on HBO Max or on DVD or whatever. They don't care. Like uh, Teen Titans: Trouble in Tokyo was a TV movie. They made that for TV. Yeah, and like (laughs) I I remember when the movie for this came out, people were just like, "Oh yeah, I like that comic. I'll watch this. That's it." Yeah, and this came out seven years after this story did. Well, ho- hopefully, you know, after, um, like, I, I, I doubt that Wakanda Forever is going to, like, feel new, but yeah. hopefully, like, when Ant-Man 3 comes out. Uh, yeah, because that movie's just going to be <laughs> Scott Lang getting put in a torture rack. Kang is gonna put that man in hell. <laughs> Kang should be posing like Lex Luger the whole movie. Ah, uh, yeah, just the just, Wolf just play... music should play. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just play the play the Bloodline theme every time Kang shows up. <laughs> just just have someone in the back throwing up the one. The throwing up the one. Sami Zayn is somehow there too. <laughs> Listen, get Sami Zayn in a Disney con, uh, a Disney okay. bag. Uh, get him. He, he deserves it. Get him. Get him in there. He could be somebody. He'd be Banshee. Make him Banshee. I don't give a fucking. Oh my Irish. god. Yeah. Make him Banshee. Banshee's oh, just man. inexplicably French Canadian now. Yep. Just have, just do it. Just, just I want <laughs> I want that beard on my screen. Quebecois um, Banshee would go nuts. <laughs> Look at uh, give, he, give, he he gives stature the fucking Kaluba kick. <laughs> he starts. He just. He's doing the little jig. He's getting warmed up. Fucking hits Watts with a blue thunderbomb. <laughs> Honestly, just put Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens in in some sort of MCU project as themselves. Yeah, just them. But they're just like there. 
Oh man. But, uh, he's just El Generico again. <laughs> yeah. Oh. But let's dive into Superman Batman number one, August 6, 2003. Uh, I don't know how we keep reading Jeff Loeb stories on this fucking podcast, but. Fuck. Jeff God Loeb is batting, batting a thousand uh, as far as like featured stories go, but yeah. he's Jeff Loeb. Yeah. What are you going to uh, do? Again, not a big fan of Jeff Loeb, the guy, but I like a lot of his work, so it is what it yeah. is. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, also, these covers kick ass. This art is, this is like my favorite like Batman look. Yeah. Like, he, he looks fucking big as hell, but not too big. Yeah. Like, uh, Soups looks fucking fire. Like, yeah, and all these covers are bangers. Um, yeah, and so the, uh, I realize that every issue, every Batman-centric story, like, that is Batman-specific that we've talked about on this podcast, like, it's not a Robin story, not a Batgirl story, it always also involves Superman somehow. Yeah. Like, uh, and I, I feel like anyone who has any, like, who assumes they know, like, nature of like Batman and Superman's relationship. Yeah. It needs to read this book. At least read like book enemies because honestly, read, <laughs> read this issue. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly issue number one is, is like is perfect for setting up like their dynamic. But like um get really, really into like just how pivotal they are to one another. Yes. Um, how they see it, each other. Yeah, which is fucking fantastic. Um, so this book opens with uh, like a recap of their backstories and ju they're juxtaposed against each other through their own eyes as children, which is an incredible artistic choice. Great use of the medium. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's Superman talking about getting put in the rocket. It's Bruce talking about his parents taking his hands at, as they left the theater. Uh, Clark imagining how difficult it was for his parents to send their only son into space as their world died around them. And Bruce only uh, can only be able to imagine the fear that grips his parents when the gunman steps out of the shadows, knowing that, never knowing that these were their last moments alive. And how they never, how Bruce never forgets the sound of the gun firing and his future going black before his eyes. Clark doesn't know if he's if he actually remembers taking off in the rocket or just what he's imagined and it's his future out there in the great unknown. So just really you like contrasting them very hard. Uh, yeah. Clark says the rocket landed in a cornfield on Jonathan and Mark Martha Kent's farm. This was Smallville, Kansas on the planet Earth. And Bruce saying my parents lay in the street bleeding to death. It seemed like hours before anyone came to help. <laughs> I meant to mute, and uh, I had to sneeze. <laughs> <laughs> All good. Uh, uh, this is Park Row in Gotham City. They call it Crime Alley now. I like the reminder that it was not always called Crime Alley. Because um, yeah, I, I fully forgot that it had a different name. <laughs> it wasn't oh, always shit, Crime Alley. Right. Uh, the richest people in Gotham did not decide knowingly to walk yeah. down Crime Alley. Where should we put this opera house? Crime Alley. No, nah, it just kind of became that. Also, okay. I don't know if I've said it on this show before, but I think a lot about how um, in The Batman, the new movie that came out, 
Uh, they were probably seeing one of the Antonio Banderas Zorro movies. Oh, oh my God! They probably were. <laughs> uh, I th- Bruce just re- Bruce just really wanted to see Catherine Zeta Jones, man. That explains a lot about, <laughs> about him. About Honestly. Pattinson. Yeah, that explains a lot because, um, yeah, if if he saw Catherine Zeta Jones in that movie at he that saw, age, he saw Catherine Zeta Jones and not for nothing Antonio Banderas. Yeah, that that brother is he he went through it in a big way that night. Bruce is fighting demons, and the demons are bisexuality. <laughs> oh man, he's, then he meets Selena, and he forgets how to be a person. <laughs> But who can blame him? <laughs> he he saw Selena and turned into Stevie Wonder at the end of Rocket Love. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Which, man. if you are someone who somehow has never heard the song Rocket Love by Stevie Wonder, the greatest American musician of all time, debate your mother. Uh, please listen to that song and listen to the sound Stevie makes. I, the Towards the end of the song, you'll know the sound I mean when you hear it. It's, uh, it, it's great, but hilarious. <laughs> There's also a line in that song where he goes, I would not do that to a dog, which I never knew that's what he said until this year. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, it's like, what the fuck? Oh, uh, man. But yeah, this is just like really an introduction uh, to Superman and Batman in case this is somehow the first time you've ever read a Superman or Batman comic. Um, which I enjoy. Um, as like whenever you know new books come out like new number ones i mm-hmm. think it's cool to assume that okay this if a be new person first issue. yeah yeah it's um, as long as you don't do the shooter free. method which was like reading through marvel comics in the 80s is a nightmare because they assume that every issue might be the first time that you <laughs> that someone has read yeah. a marvel comic which is not a bad way to go but this led to pages like yeah, two or three pages where it's just story. like this is how this person's power works. This is their backstory. And it's like, damn, dude, shut <laughs> up. I like wow. it was not made for me 40 years in the future to be exactly. reading these on my iPad. I bet I bet just going back and reading old X-Men is just it's, like it's a nightmare. <laughs> hell. Just, just yellow boxes. Yes. Like, this is <laughs> this is Toad Man. He can jump. All right. I, I get it. I've gotten to just after Dark Phoenix, just after Days of Future Past, in my read of the Claremont run, and I'm I'm hitting a wall. I bet I, I've read seven long, years of this shit, man. Long winded, <laughs> uh, long winded. Uh, you know it's great, but damn, I wish he didn't have to do this thing at the beginning of every issue. Um, right. So Clark yes. is flying through Metropolis. He's flying over to Star Labs, uh, and then. He gets fucking blown away. He gets his ass rocked. By one big shot. Uh, and he manages to grab uh, a like a tower that's about to fall on some people, throw it out yeah. into the ocean. This thing turn... almost killed Roman Reigns. <laughs> <laughs> the first note Holy I took, shit. this dude looks like Roman Reigns. <laughs> that is my tribal chief! That is Joe Annoying if I've ever seen him. <laughs> Holy fuck. Uh, that's amazing. 
Yeah, like that was the, the first thing I wrote down. Like this motherfucker, <laughs> this is Joe. Uh, and so Superman turns and cries out. You know, only a few folks can. There's not a lot of folks who can knock me for a loop. But near the top of the list would have to be Metallo. A lot of right. Superman's villains are like some kind of robot, and they're always cool. It's always cool. Yeah, like which is so funny how. There has never been a Superman movie, a modern Superman movie, where they haven't just used Metallo. Metallo or Amazo or like, fucking Metallo Cyborg Superman or the Toy Man. Like, there's so much cool shit you can do with Superman villains. Like, Metallo um, fucking kicks ass. <laughs> Metallo fucking rules, and it's an easy layup for... A movie where you just need Superman to fight somebody and it be believable that he can get his ass beat. Yeah. Isn't another Kryptonian. Yeah. Uh, he punches Metallo in the neck. <laughs> yeah, he, he just, he takes it. He's like, what the fuck? <laughs> Come on, man. Um, and uh, Superman says, like, the narration is, Metallo, Brainiac, Toy Man, Parasite. All of them locked in some kind of, what does Lois call it? A never-ending battle. And then Metallo says, all right, fuck you, and pops his kryptonite heart. <laughs> <laughs> pops instinct. Yep. <laughs> it starts... Activates X-Factor on <laughs> Superman. <laughs> it's his V-trigger. <laughs> he had five bars. It <laughs> just starts lighting Superman up. Um, right. This very stacked doctor comes out. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Just to get ahead of this, there's a lot, a whole lot of titty talk in this book. <laughs> yes! This looks okay. This, more, this is 2001 Stephanie McMahon. It make more than one reference to someone being in Brickhouse in this <laughs> run, and it's hilarious every time it happens. Yeah, and so Superman asks her, her name is Dr. Gerard. This is the only time we'll see her. Uh, he says, what did he want? What was so important in Metallo tore apart Star Labs? Meanwhile, back at the Gotham City Cemetery, Bruce says, this is the best part of the job. In the rain, at night, in a graveyard, before the police arrive, before the crime scene has been trampled and disturbed. Here, in the silence of the crime, I have the best chance to catch whoever did you you could have called and Superman says it's faster to fly in faster than a phone call we'll have to put that to a test sometime he looks so annoyed like, he looks so fuck fucking irritated he was in his happy place yeah he was like you fucker <laughs> oh but Batman is never never looks cooler than when he's doing detective shit yeah and like when he's like kind of hunched over so you don't mm -hmm. get the full scope of how tall he is. Yeah, but it, it's fucking. He's just like in a grave, yeah. with like a fucking flashlight in his mouth, like <laughs> looking for evidence. Yeah. And then like he's just like serene. Here's, here comes here comes fucking Clark. That's like, the hey, face man. I make when I change my guitar strings. Like, <laughs> like I don't have a care in the world, man. I'm just doing business. He is zoning out, and then uh, fucking blue shows up out of fucking nowhere. The man you're looking for is John Cor Corbin, Metallo. His alloy body is breaking down. 
That would account for the metal filings I've been finding. But why come here and dig up all these graves? Corbin wasn't always a brain inside a machine. He had a life, even if he thought, even as a petty thief, that all started here, in Gotham City. I went through the Star Lab's files. Metallo had once been held there for observation. Corbin's human body, his remains, were, are, in this cemetery. My guess is he dug up a dozen or so to throw you off, or to at least slow you down until you found his grave. What's the matter? Which one of us is the detective again? It's, it is called investigative journalism, Batman. Bruce, <laughs> there's something else you need to know about Corbin. He was in town the night, and then Metallo shows up as if they he shows up like fucking Beetlejuice they said his name sometimes <laughs> he, was, he was in a grave he goes hey <laughs> I'll throw a casket at you yeah. so I got what I came for I'm willing to let you both walk away and Bruce says Metallo can't win statistically rhetorically he must know that he says why won't you listen I'm not the villain here this belongs to me And I mean it is his corpse is it yeah like it, yeah like I, I think that was the uh the implication that he was looking for his own body, his body. yeah or yeah. metallo dude <laughs> he's just like oh i didn't ask right. for this he, shit he, man he his ass beat i'm yeah. batman and Superman. yeah because he he uh he go go gadget arms bruce goozles him yeah into that fucking into the fucking statue from the graveyard mission from GoldenEye 007. <laughs> also, worth mentioning uh, on the subject of GoldenEye, I did watch that movie like a month ago, and it is incredible how well they were able to adapt all the actual locations in that movie into an N64 game. It's like, nuts. It's great. They even got like, like some old shit. Like the uh the level with the golden gun is from uh from the man with the golden gun. A movie yeah, that like they, was thirty or twenty years old at that point. They they put everything into that game for no reason. That the pause <laughs> music? Oh yeah, fantastic. <laughs> um, fantastic. So Clark just <laughs> heat visions Metallo's arm off. Just, just they just they are fucking him up. Like like <laughs> You have no idea. Like, I feel bad for Metallo. <laughs> like, he is getting, he is getting, just hold out. <laughs> He's just like, look, I want my, my, my corpse. Please let me leave. He says, the scientist who trapped my brain in this machine feared you, Superman. He knew you were some kind of alien pretending to be a man. He created me, stole my humanity from me to get rid of you. Today's my birthday, Superman. I don't know if they have those where you come from. I got what I wanted, so I'm gonna leave you with a gift. And fucking pulls out a revolver and shoots him with a shard of his kryptonite heart. Yep, just <laughs> uh, that, that reminds me of an episode of Smallville where there's a dude with a sniper rifle, a kryptonite <laughs> bullet. He shoots Clark, and like Clark being Clark. He, he knows that like, I'm bulletproof and he goes to catch bullet. it's in slow motion and Tom Welling has to react to the bullet going through his hand and into his chest and it is one of my favorite scenes he's like what the fuck is this I mean he gets popped in the chest 
<laughs> he's like, oh my God, this is what pain is. Jesus <laughs> Christ. It's fucking great. Great scene Holy in that shit. show. It's so good. Uh, and so Clark now falls back into an open grave. <laughs> he got fucking bodied. <laughs> and Bruce jumps up over uh, over Metallo and sticks him with a bat explosive. <laughs> and goes straight to like trying to get this bullet out of Clark's chest. He says, uh, talk to me. Talk to me, Clark. Plastique? Something like that. It won't stop him. The tech that makes up his body will... He can figure. Forget Metallo. I have to get that bullet out of you. It's near your heart. The kryptonite is slowing down your cellular restoration. But I don't know if I'm fast enough to get the bullet out before the wound closes up. Clark says, where's the flash when you need him? Do me a favor, Clark. Lose the sense of humor. Do us both a favor, Bruce. Buy a sense of humor. Owned. And Cook Bruce, his ass. Bruce gets the bullet most of the way out before Metallo <laughs> buries them alive. <laughs> he fucking somehow in like the state of three seconds turns his arm into fucking a construction equipment and starts shoveling dirt on them. And he walks away so with, with what I assume is his body in a box as a yeah. big lightning bolt dramatically cuts overhead. And you know that that was in the script. <laughs> like, they're like, like, this has to happen because it rules, and it does. Metallo uh, rules. I don't think we see Metallo again for the rest of the book. Oh, he, this is, like, I'm sure he, he shows up again in, like, later issues but like he's just he's not in the rest of this story oh he is out of here <laughs> <laughs> he's off doing lord knows what with that body and we don't see shit from him for the next five issues so funny in hindsight but yeah meanwhile at the pentagon in washington dc president lex luthor's private war room now, I fucking forgot. I forgot he was president. <laughs> I fucking forgot. I'm like, what? <laughs> you might be thinking, dear listener. What do you mean, President Lex Luthor? I mean exactly that. Lex Luthor became the president of the United States. Like legally, he won an election. Like no, like no games. Just like yeah, people voted for him, which is nuts. I mean. Like it's not it, it it was nuts to think about then. Now I get it. <laughs> I understand how Lex Luthor could, Who could become uh, president. But also the, the char like when Lois was like, Hey, yeah, uh Lex Luthor is like the fucking worst. Yeah. Uh like, like after they, they exposed him, he got <laughs> he got evidence falsified that he was kidnapped by Cadmus scientists and replaced with a violent clone. <laughs> oh, he is nothing if not persistent. Oh, yeah, Lex becomes president um, in two thousand and one. It's it, 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 which was actually written again by Jeff Loeb. Uh, yeah, he just Lex becomes the president, and uh, that's that's just something we've all got to live with. 
Yeah. Um, and so Lex Luthor, President of the United States, still at this point. Um, which I should add, they did recently imply that um, that Wilson Fisk will also do this. Because nothing is new in comics. Yeah. Uh, read Devil's yeah. Reign, it's incredible. Uh, so, an asteroid the size of Brazil is going to hit the Earth. Also, it is the remains of the planet Krypton, having traveled for millions of miles on head on collision course with Earth. And Captain Adam says, Mr. President, we should inform Superman. And Luthor says, well, let me be per let me be perfectly clear. Everything said in this room today is highly classified. We'd have worldwide panic on our hands if, we if this got out, and it is not going to get out. The federal government will handle this. Given countless times Superman has saved us all, isn't it time we returned the favor? And we see Captain Adam, Major Force, and five figures... Uh, cloaked in shadow and it's clear who they are like but it's yeah, also it's, like ooh who is this and it's like well that's yeah. clearly Starfire on the left because she's the only mm -hmm. one whose eyes look like that that's Black Lightning in the back I, I think the only mystery is like which lantern is it yes and then the more yeah. you look at the head it's like okay that's either Guy or Hal or not Hal Guy or John mm -hmm. uh like this is clearly cool. katana on on the left because of the, the mm -hmm. pattern on the skirt and then it's like i you could assume this is power girl by the shape of her belt yeah uh but yeah it's 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 but but again for a new reader this is a cool shot yeah it's really you cool may not, like you may not know who these five people are so yeah you might know, not know who those first two are. Like, fuck, yeah, like, I could not tell you jack or shit about Major Force. I know exactly I, two things about Major Force. I've seen Major Force in two stories. Everything I learned about Major Force, I learned today. Major Force, I have read two stories with him in it. And it is this one and the introduction of Kyle Rayner. Yeah, like... Major Force is the trope namer for the term fridging. Because what? Major Force killed Kyle Rayner's girlfriend and shoved her in a fridge. Oh, damn. You know that. Yeah. yeah. He, he strangles her and stuffs her in a fridge. This dude now works for the government, which is like a fun meta commentary on like you know, America, but also like yeah. fucked. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, huh. So Bruce and Clark are in this unmarked crane. As, as one does. You know, being pals. Yeah, classic Batman shenanigans. <laughs> Super bat dickery. That's right. Um, Clark thinks about when he fell into an old well. Uh, maybe a hundred feet down and around him were all these green meteor rocks I never felt anything like it before my head was spinning my stomach going upside down 
I didn't know that it was kryptonite. I only knew that I was hurt. Bruce comes up with a very dumb plan, which works, but Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> which is, all right, so Clark is a mobile. We are going to suffer. Well, I'm going to suffocate it here. I'm going to put a bomb on his back blow us into the sewer. <laughs> he won't feel it that bad. <laughs> no, real Clark dick move. definitely feels it. Look at his yeah, face. A real, real dick move in hindsight, but like, <laughs> I, I understand how we got here. It works, but Christ almighty. Yeah, like, like if, if Superman would have stolen one and just like knocked Bruce out, he would be well within his right to. Because Bruce gets fucking knocked out by this. Yeah, Bruce is 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 in hell. Like he's like choking on sewer water, and like <laughs> Clark has to save him. Uh, but he gets him out of there. I'll give him that. But yeah. no, Lord, he <laughs> fucks him up real quick. Yeah, note that Clark uh, still has a kryptonite bullet in his chest. Uh, and Clark asks, "Can we get to the cave from here?" He says, uh, "Eventually." And so they start walking. And uh, Clark says, I have to keep Bruce talking, keep him focused. I don't know the extent of his injuries. And Bruce thinks to himself, knowing Clark, he's more concerned with my health than his own. If he can stay conscious, uh, we, I, I will get him to safety. And Clark says, Do uh, you know what I was thinking about the other day? No. Magpie, the criminal. Do we know another magpie? Whatever happened to her, she died. No, are you sure? Reasonably. Why is it the good villains never die? Clark, what the hell are good villains? They get to an electric fence in the sewer, which I presume is there in case of, like, Killer, killer Croc. Yeah. <laughs> I just love how, uh, even though you can't see any features, <laughs> Bruce is like, I gotta ask this man who got shot in the chest to touch an electric fence because I can't. Yeah. Damn. Bruce is I, like, uh, God damn it. <laughs> Hate to see it. Uh, and he says, Clark, Clark goes, it tickles. <laughs> Alfred is standing on the other side of this holding a shotgun. <laughs> a slug. He's just like waving. Alfred with the dually. Right. Uh, just in case. And he says, Master Bruce, your, sur your surgical skills are required. Your butler guards the cave with a shotgun? <laughs> so fucking funny. He says, uh, <laughs> you didn't have a spare Mr. Freeze ray gun he could use? He says, yes, <laughs> from a man who uses a dog with a cape to protect his fortress. Listen, one-on-one, -on -one, Crypto is... <laughs> crypto... <laughs> crypto is whooping Alfred good. Uh, <laughs> that, that is a easy fight. <laughs> that is a 9-1 matchup. There's Cujo, my man. Like, <laughs> that's a bad time. Uh... Back at the Pentagon, <laughs> their brilliant plan is to launch 
<laughs> Nuclear warheads through a boom tube. Look. <laughs> you gotta do what you gotta do. Okay? <laughs> Captain Adam's like, hey, uh, I still think we should talk to Superman about this. Yeah, also, he's like... Uh, boom tubes, super illegal. What the fuck, man? It... He says, well, you know better than anyone that when Amer the American people learn that their lives are threatened, that innocent women and children are going to lie dead in the streets, that they, are going to, they aren't going to wonder how we stopped it, just that we did. I don't know why he turned into Nixon, but it works. It, it tracks. It tracks. Status. Uh, it does not work. And uh, Captain Adam goes, hey, we should definitely talk to Superman. <laughs> Alfred does surgically remove the bullet because, again, Alfred can get the fucking job done. It's uh, the, the real cleaner. Yeah. <laughs> I got this cleaner. <laughs> <sighs> Alfred hears the battle cry. He's, he's just Don Callis with a shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> just battling for fucking reviews oh. at all times. Oh. Alfred carrying out six title belts. <laughs> Remember? Here's your requisite wrestling diatribe on the show. Check that off on your bingo card. Uh, remember right. that time? I think this was... Double or Nothing 2021? Yeah, yeah, Double or Nothing last year. Uh, where they did Pac, and Orange Ca Pac versus Orange Cassidy versus Kenny. And then Don Callis, at the end of the match, is just throwing the belts to Kenny so he can hit back with them. <laughs> uh, my, the longer Kenny was gone, the more I missed that geek. Ugh, and least, he's gone again! Um, like, like, the more I was like... You need a guy like that on your You need on, just on a show. fucker in your main event scene. Just like Exactly. And Kenny was was, was great. <laughs> just a nuisance. He was doing fucking Triple H cosplay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He had the fucking yeah, the mutton the jumps. Mustache. Yeah, like, like he was just like in his Triple H era and it was great in hindsight. Oh, uh, that man might not ever come back. We might not we, we, we might not ever see Kenny Omega wrestle in America again. Yeah, like I wouldn't blame them because holy shit. Holy shit. Anyway, uh, Alfred also took the liberty of washing uh, Clark's costume because, oh my god, you fell into a sewer in Gotham City. Yeah, but you smelled like ass. You smelled terrible. Bruce also, is still in his costume, so I presume he stinks. Also, Clark is fucking yoked. Clark has uh, got muscles where I didn't know you could get muscles. Clark is a he is built as hell in this book. He looks like an old timey boxer. Yeah, like this it's is Bruno San Martino. <laughs> yes, yes, he is exactly Bruno San Martino. Yeah, yeah, this is Bruno San Martino's body type. Like this dude has been the world champ for two thousand days. Like, and look at his fucking his forearms are the size of Alfred's torso. Yeah, like, like, like I would not be surprised if someone just looked at Bruno San Martino and was like, "Yep, Superman." Yeah, I mean, it would make sense, too, like, for, like, if they used Bruno as the reference, because Ed McGinnis draws a particularly hairy Clark. Yeah, like, he, like, I don't think, I can't recall ever seeing Clark with this much body hair on him. Yeah, he, he looks like a silverback. He has it in all the spots that Bruno does, on his yeah. chest and his forearms. Mm -hmm. 
nowhere else. But yeah, like he looks fucking tight as hell. He looks honestly. fucking ripped. Uh, yep. And so Bruce is just sitting there. As Clark can tell from a distance. Uh oh. Uh oh. Bruce is upset. Hey, Bruce. Hey, uh. Hey, buddy, you doing all right? How could you not tell me? I tried. It took Oracle less than five minutes to get through Star Labs' firewall. Another two minutes to download John Corbin's encrypted file. Less than half that to break the code and tell me what I needed to know. I tried to tell you. It's why I came to Gotham looking for you. Uh, and so it's that... The Corbin was in Gotham the night that his parents died. Um, it's his fact. Before John Corbin was Metallo, he was a petty thief fact he was in gotham the night my parents were killed fact he carried the same caliber handgun as their murderer why wouldn't corbin's name come up before in any of your traces gotham's had city's had its share of graft corruption and misplaced files since that night add to the that the fires the earthquake any number of reasons what i want to know is why star labs would keep this a secret why not tell you exactly why i'm suspicious of what you found Clark, if I had uncovered something about Krypton, something that would fundamentally change your life, wouldn't you want me? And I want before we get into what happens here, I want to say Clark does try to tell him. Metallo shows yeah. up, and then Clark gets shot, and then they're focused on surviving. Clark was definitely going to tell him as soon yeah, as he this, could. This is a much better version of that bullshit from Captain America: Civil War. Yeah, uh, where like. Tony learns the truth about what Bucky did to his parents that Steve knew. Like, yeah, like, I really love... Like, Clark this... found out today. Yeah, like, but I, I, this is also, I think, a really good, um, like, really good showcase of how, of their personalities, because, like you said, Clark only went to Gotham to tell Bruce. And he, he would rather tell him in person than... And, uh, and, but Bruce so like um detail oriented that he doesn't even consider um he doesn't even consider um that this is something that Clark was um like he he can he, he really considers that something that Clark knew that he was keeping from him because he's a paranoid motherfucker. Yeah. Um and it's just like just that one panel of of, of Clark saying like I was coming to tell you and Bruce is not having it because he's yeah. so just up his own ass because like, it's about I was literally parents. beginning to tell you when Metallo showed up and shot me. Yep. Then uh, um, a boom like a, what appears to be a boom tube opens up right there in the cave, and the funniest part about who shows up is that they're like, "Who is this?" It's clearly. In yeah. Clark. It, yeah, like, it, it, it's like no subtlety. Just like, oh, this is this is Superman, but with <laughs> with gray hair. Yeah, and he says a few, a few wrinkles. It worked. Well, that means I still have time to kill you both. And fires his heat vision at Clark. Uh, and so they try and fight him, and he knows everything they're going to do before they do it. He's X-raying me, Clark. That would be the first thing I would do. This is great. Looks like me. Sounds like me. Has my skeletal structure. Is not a robot. Knows that I'm Clark. 
And Bruce is like, well, it's not just his voice. It's the way he moves. I have to be sure. Because they're like, this is, could this be Bizarro or Zod? And he tells him. He's like, you're trying to figure it out. I'll make it easy. I'm you years from now. I've come to stop you. I know you'll think you're doing the right thing, but you'll be wrong. And you'll only wind up killing everyone and you'll be all alone. So your solution is to go back in time and kill your past self? Yeah, he, he starts bare knuckle boxing. This is not a solution, future Clark. Yeah, like they're playing fucking Fight Night 2001 right now. <laughs> this is the prison mode from Fight Night Champion. <laughs> um, and he says, I know what you're thinking, Bruce. Tell him what you're really thinking. How I'm not fighting myself, I'm killing myself. And so he tries to take it outside because he's like, this doesn't have to involve Bruce and everybody else. He says, nope, let's see where this gets you. And he fucking fully scorpion get over here's him. Just grabs him mid-fight by the ankles. And throws him into Jason's case. Which is fucked up. In hindsight. Also, it's very it's very funny to me that Barbara's case uh, has a wig. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you do that, Bruce? Look, he has a flair for the dramatic. We know this. This is true. Um, and so, Bruce goes to break goes to go open his vault where he keeps the kryptonite ring, and he says, "You never learned, Bruce." You only wore the ring when you came to Metropolis. Not here. Not in the safety of the cave. Not now. It's like, well, we are fucked. He grabs. Yeah. He grabs Bruce's utility belt and backhands him into the Batmobile. Nineteen sixties Batmobile. Yes, I was like, this is the best Batmobile. <laughs> yeah, like, oh man, I, that popped me when I saw it. I was like, holy shit, this is just in the cave. That's tight. He grabs the car, picks it up over his head, and he says, You should have killed me when you had the chance, but that will never happen now. I'm taking away that choice, the one you'll ultimately fail to make. And so, present-day Clark takes the piece of kryptonite, puts it in the shotgun, and says, and yells, Clark! And in future self, who turns, because nobody's called him that for years, uh, and he says, "I out of time. Only hope I don't make the same mistake. Bruce, Lex, beware. And fades out of existence. You know how raw it is to see Superman holding a shotgun? <laughs> it's so cool. It's so fucking tight. <laughs> <laughs> Superman should just have a gun. I was just all saying, time. Super, there should be an alternate universe Superman who just has a gun. Like, it, it doesn't just, have to shoot bullets. It could be like a concussive gun or something. But Superman with a shotgun is so sick. It's a comic book right there. Superman with a shotgun. Just, just uh, call it that. Like, Superman loses his powers and is just still buff Clark Kent, but with a shotgun. That's right. Oh, man. That'll be, that'll kick ass. Yeah, um, old, old Clark gets shot in his chest. and Well, the bullet passes through him because he disappears. So what I think is that because Clark changed what happened here or does something different, like oh, okay. this sets them on the, the right path. 
okay. I, I I assumed that he got shot and just got the fuck out of there. But, you know, uh, that also right. makes sense. Um, but regardless, he, he yeah, leaves. He's, he's out of here. Uh, Captain Adam, once again, trying to talk to Luthor. And uh, he's like, dude, let me go talk to Superman. Give him a chance to surrender. And Luthor says, do you think I'm doing this lightly? Out of some sort of personal agenda or vendetta. That the world is about to be destroyed. And if we're going out, I'm going to see his life ruined first. Those are rhetorical questions, Captain. I'm not expecting an answer. However, you should try to stop me. Should you try to stop me or interfere in any way, I'll have you charged with high treason. Once you are in custody, the lab boys will cut into that shiny wrapper of yours and open you up like a can of peace. Jesus Christ. <laughs> he sounded like Vince McMahon <laughs> when he, uh... Do you... Alright, this is, this is a deep cut. Um... Some of you will know this, but there's an episode of SmackDown after Austin uh, aligns himself with Vince at WrestleMania 17. It might be the first episode of SmackDown after that, but it's like immediately after. And he's aligned himself with Triple H, and they're doing the two-man power trip. Vince, uh, or uh, Austin does an interview with JR in the ring. And this eventually leads to Austin beating the dog shit out of Jim Ross. And he, he fucked him up. And Vince comes out and he says, Steve, Steve, what the hell are you doing? What are you doing? That's your best friend. That is your best friend. And you're taking it easy on him. Open <laughs> him up. Open him up. God. And that's um, Luthor watching the lab boys. They said, he said, cut him up. Open him up. <laughs> Open him up. Captain Adam getting hoed out while Lex Luthor is so fucking funny. My brother, you are made of radiation. Yeah, like you could kill him right now. Right now. Also, you could kill anybody. I, you are the radioactive like, like, man. I feel like like a bit. This It's just like them just revealing all the people the DC universe who are like working with like that's Cat Grant. Yes. Talks to for a second. That's <laughs> she was she was like his press secretary or something. Uh and like she's like in the background while he's threatening Adam with like hearts above her head. Literally like she is like horned up watching yeah, him threaten she, She's Adam. watching Lex Luthor th throw his power around and she said oh no. Yeah, she is. It's <laughs> the category one down there. <laughs> Every time I close my eyes, <laughs> I wake up feeling so horny. Oh man, she, <laughs> she wants it. She, she, she's she's going to put it on him. She said, it's "Tonight, I need your body." <laughs> What must I say? What must God. I do? <laughs> Love Lex. This fucking psychopath. Yeah, this fucking freakazoid. He says, hey, by the way, there's an asteroid uh, the size of Australia about to hit the planet in a few days. Um, this is coming from Superman's birth planet, which must mean it is his fault. Uh, so I am putting out a $1 billion bounty 
on Superman. <laughs> Dick move. <laughs> Why? This is the fucking. We're all gonna die. Fuck him. I'm not. <laughs> I am going to get to kill Superman. You're not gonna take this from me. Peak hater activity. <laughs> like I hate my ops so much. I'm gonna put a billion dollars on of my own money. Actually, a... or is it of state money? Is he you? Is this a state-sanctioned bounty? Probably. <laughs> Like people's taxes are playing. The my the tax body. dollars oh, went to this bad. bullshit. Yeah. He decided to say that yeah, this this random phenomenon is Superman's fault. Superman's fault. Uh, Fuck him. Uh, green is from his planet. Clearly, it's his doing. Uh, billion dollars. <laughs> the cost of Arizona teas is now three fifty. By the way, <laughs> uh, because I need to kill Superman. Yeah, I need, I need, I need this. You have no idea. Issue three has a very tough cover, which is Batman standing out in a spotlight, um, but like his face is still covered because of the the cowl and he's hunched over. And standing behind him is Superman with his heat vision about to kick on. Great, I, like I, you need, you all need to look up the. If anything, look up the covers. They, they every single one of them whips ass. Yeah. Uh, Superman and Batman have never looked cooler than this. Like yeah. they look fucking huge and mythic, and yeah, Batman's also... quads here look crazy. So, Batman <laughs> in the fucking Bruno San Martino pose. I'm I'm convinced that they just looked up Bruno San Martino. Yeah, and drew them both because Bruce Bruce has been on the fucking the leg press, brother. Bruce is on that all Japan regimen in this like, <laughs> shit. Bruce should do an all an axe bomber. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna fucking hit legs with a burning hammer. <laughs> that would be so sick. Would. Uh, uh, so they're flying to the White House uh, to talk to Lex, uh, or to, to I guess fuck him up. Yeah, frankly. like. <laughs> Implied that Superman is like pro fucking up Lex Luthor. <laughs> uh, he can't. <laughs> he is came, come to fuck him up, uh, and then they are suddenly attacked uh, while Lois Lane tries to interview uh, Lex Luthor and is like, "Hey, uh, you've offered a one billion dollar bounty, uh, a one billion dollar reward for Superman." Um, do you, do you think that's like extreme considering that an asteroid is going to hit us all? And he <laughs> like says, Lois, first of all, let me tell you how nice it is to see you out from that musty old desk at the Daily Planet. So just stay on task, sir. So is that Captain Adam just like behind the curtain? Yes, I assume. <laughs> it's, it's looming like a weirdo. Yeah. Goddamn. Uh, Silver Banshee is the one attacking them. She looks good as fuck here. She looks fucking tight. Um, also, I love the way they drew Lois's hair here. They don't draw just, comic book characters. Just big as shit. Yes, whose yeah. hair looks like this. Her hair is so big. Amazing. That's right. That's uh, a, that's I a need, fresh blowout. I need you to just do me a favor on air. I need you to Google Emily Axford. That's the first person I thought of when I saw this. Like the way she looks, her hair, 
Google Emily Axford. Oh, holy shit, yeah. I, that's Lois Duh, Lane. Oh, that's Lois Lane. That's nuts. <laughs> Lois Lane as hell. Uh, like, it's it's nuts. But yeah, like as soon as I saw the hair, I was like, yep, I, that's Emily. Uh, <laughs> before Emily was Emily. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, and so. Luthor is just, just dodging the question. Just, look, the American people are smart enough to decide if my actions border on the extreme. It's a billion dollars! Uh, like <laughs> it's a billion dollars in 2003 or 2004 that's that's so much money insane amount of money to blame Superman <laughs> like oh man that's Lex Luthor that's a wild boy <laughs> yeah. oh he gets wilder he is Lex Luthor is the wildest bull he's ever been in this book yeah he is on one uh hilarious I love I love this idea the plan is to show is to do a run-in <laughs> the plan is to interrupt his interview time uh, like they they are they're gonna hit, <laughs> lois is gonna <laughs> hit superman's music gonna spin the block the uh, white house <laughs> to beat the shit out of lex luther he says uh it's like nothing bruce is like i had to tell clark Nothing is ever simple, even if you are the most powerful man in the world, especially then. The thing is, if Bruce and Clark had not flown here together, Clark could have got here on his own fast enough. Yeah. Absolutely. He he would have, like, like, Luther would have been, like, in a full Nelson <laughs> in, like, two seconds. <laughs> he would have been in the Master Lock Challenge. Oh, he would have been tapping out all live in, in the Oval Office. Just put him in the again. Put him in the in the, the torture rack. Right. <laughs> He's built like Lex Luger, man. <laughs> Captain Adam just watching their president get put in the gory stretch. Got <laughs> him the camel clutch. <laughs> just... Break his back, make him humble. <laughs> he gets Death Valley Driver through his desk in the Oval Office. <laughs> They show up and they give him the 3D. <laughs> oh, Jesus Does Christ! That make, who's all right? So if, I'm, I'm thinking. I mean, is is Bruce is Bruce, Bruce has to be Bubba? Yeah, he, he's, he's the more psychotic one. Yeah, Bruce, Bruce, Bruce is Bubba Ray. Clark is Devon. Yeah, because like Nightwing is Spike. <laughs> Uh, that does that mean? Well, if he's Spike, then <laughs> that means Barbara's Mighty Molly. <laughs> yeah. Molly Holly. <laughs> oh, 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 I'm trying to think who I'm thinking of the the Greater Dudley family. Oh yeah, <laughs> who is? I'm sorry, with Dudley? we're getting into Dudley Boys lore real quick. Uh, <laughs> Okay, so quick wrestling history lesson about That's... the Dudley Boys. Oh man! Oh, Great in ECW, there was a group called the Dudley Boys. They were fictional brothers, except they were all half brothers, um, because their dad, Big Daddy Dudley, or it's just Daddy Dudley, uh, was yeah. a journeyman wrestler who was getting oh, cool. women pregnant all over America. Just, just a big old hoe. <laughs> and so inexplicably he has just random children of random ethnicities 
So there's Bubba Ray Dudley, who is from the South. Um, there is Devon Dudley, who is A, black, and B, from New York. Uh, uh, little Spike Dudley, who is addicted to drugs. He's the, he's the runt of the litter. He's, uh, actually, not, is Roy Harper Spike Dudley in this oh, analogy? <laughs> Yeah, Roy is Spike. That goddamn it. Uh, Fucked up, but and yeah. if you if you notice, his name is specifically in ECW. He's Little Spike Dudley because it's LSD. His finishing move was the acid drop. Oh, uh, Paul. Uh, there's Big Dick Dudley, <laughs> who's just a big fucker. He's just a, a horse. A big dude in tie dye beating people's ass. <laughs> Also, yeah, they all wore matching tie-dye and overalls and would uh, just beat the shit out of people. Uh, Bubba would call all the women whores um, and say, Your mother should have taught you how to suck dick! Yeah. <laughs> oh, good times. Uh, and then they uh, left ECW, went to WWF, and changed that act completely. Uh, they were just... Maniacs who just, put people just, through things. <laughs> just fucking lunatics. Just going, hey. Yeah, like, my just, bubba okay, like, would get horny at the idea of putting some, putting a woman through a table. Put an elderly woman through <laughs> a table. put an 80-year-old woman through a table and just had a thousand-yard stare. It's fucking incredible. It three times. <laughs> They're like, and uh, Jim Ross would be, oh, God, Bubba's got wood. Bubba's got wood. <laughs> He's in that damn orgasmic trance. God. Bubba needs a cigarette. <laughs> Just Jesus Christ. Which almighty. is Bruce Wayne digging through graves. Yeah, Bruce digging through graves. He needs a cigarette. Bruce Wayne, I, he wouldn't smoke, but Bruce should smoke. Bro should have a cigarette sometimes. I feel like if the Bruce... idea of Batman with a Lucy hanging out of his mouth. If if they give Bat if Batman starts smoking cigarettes, he he's officially the coolest superhero of all time. <laughs> like, can you imagine a cover of him in front of the Bat Signal with a, a lit cigarette, <laughs> lighting Good a cigarette? Lord, That's <laughs> Bruce and <laughs> Bruce and Commissioner Gordon chain smoking. <laughs> Someone needs to draw that. That's fucking tight. I might draw that. Smoking's so fucking cool. Why did God you stop damn doing it! That? It sucks that smoking is like terrible for you because it's so yeah, cool. It's so cool. Coolest thing anyone can do is just smoke a cigarette, but it's it will kill you. Uh, damn. Meanwhile, Silver Banshee is like trying to choke Clark and blast him with her hypersonic scream. Uh, and she's Sindel. Yeah. Yeah, she's literally Sindel. She looks exactly like Sindel. Um, but like an asteroid from the planet Krypton is headed toward Earth, and Luthor blames Superman. Even if he is not responsible, I know Clark. He's internalizing, struggling with the guilt of what may happen. He somehow is responsible. And I cannot be 100% certain that the kryptonite radiation hasn't already begun to affect him. <laughs> the artist's rendition of... <laughs> of the comet is so funny to me. I don't know why. Just looks this this is the shit that created Meteor Man. Like <laughs> the, the artist who drew this was John Stewart. Yeah. Uh but yeah, it it looks so like unintimidating. 
Yes. Like, he's just like, yeah. Like, here's a rock with some fire on it. <laughs> like, okay. And so Lois is Lois is just like trying to catch Luthor's bluff uh, while they fight the Silver Banshee. Uh, Ca- Mr. Freeze, Captain Cold, Icicle, and Killer Frost are all trying to fuck Bruce up. So, Which, great idea. Going. At some point, Superman just brings <laughs> he just brings Silver Banshee into space. Yeah. He says, oh, I've got an idea. I, I know it'll oh. shut you up. How's the upper atmosphere feel? Yeah, that's just like just like a funny a, a funny solution to that problem. Also, um when they're fighting, Bruce and Clark call each other B and, and S, S, which yeah. I find very rad. And he says, uh he just says S, little busy B. When you can, bring the heat. Understood. If you can move about three feet to your left. And Clark just like nails all four of these ice themed villains with <laughs> extremely long distance heat vision shots. He just like creates like four mortars from space. <laughs> this should kill Killer Frost. It hits her right in the chest. Like she should be dead. <laughs> Icicle takes one center mass. Like in the like Captain Code is fucked. Like. <laughs> Like he gets it in the face. This they should they should be dead. Yeah, like he committed homicide. He killed three people. He should have. Man, uh, Bruce they, comes they, up they with the idea up. of uh, re- redirecting Silver Banshee's hypersonics back on her, so that if she wakes <laughs> up and tries to fight him, she'll just knock herself out. Again. Yeah, she, she, like her head will explode like yeah. a video drone. It's just, <laughs> good lord. Uh, like fucking Black Bolt. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. God, the way his head just deflates like a basketball. He got fucked up. He got fucked up. Like, Wanda put him in the cleaners. <laughs> Wanda, Wanda in that scene, spoilers for a movie that's been out for five months, Wanda in that scene in... Um, Multiverse of Madness uh, is Ronda, or not Ronda, is Shayna Baszler in the 2020 Elimination Chamber. And she's just, just <laughs> she's coming for bodies. That's it. <laughs> she is a buzzsaw. Uh, yeah. So some more dudes show up to fight them. I thought the, <laughs> so I thought Solomon Grundy <laughs> was, um, what's his name from Plays Blue? The Grappler. <laughs> Iron Taker. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's gonna, he's gonna fucking catch catch Batman slipping with a jump in. Like I was gonna say Potemkin, but that no, it's the other way around. Yeah. Oh my god. Iron Tiger is so fucking scary. Yeah. Uh, the vice president shows up and is like, "Oh, uh, Lois, like, oh, what a nice surprise! Care to join us?" He's like, "I apologize for the interruption, Mr. President. There's a matter of national security. Superman is whooping all of these dudes' asses." Yeah. Like, he killed all of your ice villains. Yeah. Uh, fucking Mongol is here for some fucking reason. <laughs> like, a, like, like, how do you call Mongol? <laughs> who has like, Mongol's phone number? Like, who, also, who I went love to that. War World to get Mongol? Also, I love the trend of villains going straight for Batman's belt. Yep. Yeah, get this bullshit out of here. Uh, yeah, like... <laughs> 
Superman's like, hey, why the fuck is Mongol here? Or Batman's like, why is Mongol here? A billion dollars should mean nothing to him. Uh, yeah, like, like, what does he need money for in yeah. War World? Solomon Grundy uh, is speaking full sentences. It's weird. Uh, and uh, uh, Superman's like, hey, that's weird. Uh, and Batman goes, it's weird that Mongol isn't talking shit. Uh, and uh, Lex ends up getting up and leaving the interview, and uh, and meanwhile Grundy is just choking the shit out of Batman. Yeah, like just <laughs> like two fingers around Batman's whole neck, and he's holding him underwater. He's die, die, die. Uh, he's, he is... Like it's literally a big glorg sound effect. Yeah, like. Good lord. Uh, Lois sends a, a secret message to Superman, which was, uh, <laughs> the player is out of the penalty box. The player is out of the penalty box. Uh, and now Clark's pissed off because Lex got away. He grabs Mongol's fist and just... <laughs> just... <laughs> <laughs> lays him out. Uh... Uh, Grundy tries to grab or pulls Batman out of the water and is like that, that wasn't all too difficult I'll have to speak to the Joker about all the tr why he's had so much trouble doing this over the years so this isn't a complete waste of my energy so let's take a peek like, have a peek under the cow and Bruce has anti-cow anti-cow getting removed tech he fucking maces Solomon Grundy. They hits him with a fucking Mongolian chop. <laughs> a punch to the solar plexus and a kick to the chin and Grundy is, is out. <laughs> yeah. And Grundy is now talking more like himself for like a second. He goes, Solomon Grundy. And Bruce kicks his ass. Uh, and who should show up to make things worse for Bruce but Shiva? Why is she here? <laughs> like, well, Bruce is like, okay, so Shiva does do shit for money. That makes sense. Yeah, she's like, is, is she an assassin? Yes, she was a mercenary, man. Oh, yeah. She, like, she doesn't show up, like, that often. No, Shiva, the thing oh. is about Shiva, she doesn't have a lot of major stories in, like, Batman, like, in this point in time. Like, she, I say, is a much more prevalent character in relation to Bruce in the 90s than she is in the 2000s. In the 2000s, she appears much more as an antag direct antagonist to Cass. Yeah, because th that's Cass's mother, right? right yes, which is yeah, what yeah. makes that line in A Death in the Family, where she says she has no mm. children, hilarious in hindsight. Because <laughs> Cass is around the same age as Jason, so she definitely have a child uh, but I do like the actual like like surprised lines over Batman's head he's like what the fuck are you doing here yeah why are you here uh, Superman just folds Mongol he gra <laughs> he does like a knuckle lock and is just beating his ass does the fucking Batman slap me yeah. on him <laughs> Bruce is open uh, palm Hits Mongo in the face. Yeah, 
Bruce and Shiva fights. Bruce notices that Shiva has had nothing to say, which usually she's never not taunting him. Um, but Bruce blocks her shot. His bicep looks hilarious in this one panel. The one where he's blocking? Yes. Look at his, look yeah. his arm. <laughs> no, it's just like one perfect hump. <laughs> uh, he's like, I try not to enjoy this. And uh, Clark goes, have you noticed that uh, something's weirds happening? He says, oh, you mean the, no one, the way that no one is talking? He says, yeah, my dad would say some people can talk all day long and never say anything, but this, your father is a very smart man. However, in our, in our present situation, I don't think that they're acting up there on our own accord. Um, Superman gets dragged, gets grabbed by a fucking giant shadow hand. Yeah. And he says, seems uh, like it's magic or like some sort of hard light, shade, or someone with those powers. Oh shit, it's Nightshade. And that's not her voice. That sounds like some kind of animal. And he turns on his night vision. He looks around, sees a million supervillains. Yeah. And he looks up. And who who does he see? It's fucking Gorilla Grodd! Hey! It's monkey time. We got a fucking big monkey! Let's go! Cue the Donkey Kong theme music. <laughs> Gorilla Grodd whips ass. He's just a big fucking super intelligent telepathic gorilla. <laughs> another another one who should be in movies. Just get it. call call Andy Circus right now. Cut Him play Gorilla Grodd. Gorilla Grodd rules. Back yeah. up the Brinks truck to that man's house. He gets one tapped by Superman though. Yeah, he gets fucking un smoked. Uh, and Bruce says, or Clark says, we're surrounded, you know. I can hear them all. I think we can take them. Do you think we can take them? You always think we can take them. Yes, I do. Then let's do it. And they stand back cool. to back, and it's cool as fuck. And they just they... fight all these fucking job villains. They <laughs> Superman lays out Black Manta. Fucking knocks out Batman knocks out Black Spider. <laughs> like fucking like yeah. King just, Shark just is every... in there. Icicle is back up. Cheetah. Grundy is back up and running. But yeah, just just like a whole bunch of like C and D tier villains are getting fucked eternally by Gigantos in the back. So we need somebody to fill out this crowd shot. Yep. We had too much negative space in the back, so we need somebody big. Yeah. <laughs> Get a big woman in here real quick. Like, yeah, that'll do. Yeah, but they all just get their ass beat by Batman and Superman. I just had a horrible Still, thought, which is that if um, if Capcom got the license to uh, to make a DC fighting game, they would absolutely find a way to get Giganta in there because Capcom is full of perverts. It's like every time I see Jury in it's, the street, I reflex beta, I get so uncomfortable. The, did like, you see just her, um, just the picture of her, or like her, uh, like if you go to the character viewer? Yes. It's like, hey, guess what the foremost image in Jury's character viewer is? Her foot. Yeah, like, it just. The light is, her foot looks like the thing they lit first. It's. Uh, they said, perverse. make sure we light every fold of her foot. 
Yeah, like they are <laughs> catering to the worst. Catering minority. to the worst <laughs> among us. So oh, I man. can't wait to mod SF6 to put to put some Jordans on Jury. <laughs> yeah, just put her with some Crocs. Call the day. Oh man. Yeah, they all get their ass beat. Uh, but they, you know, they're starting to get overwhelmed before the cavalry arrives, and we get our look at uh, the that everybody who is here, and it is Green Lantern, Starfire, Major Force, Power Girl, Captain Adam, Katana, and Black Lightning. A weird group. Bruce refers to them as heroes all. I. I would disagree because again, major force is a murderer. <laughs> <laughs> he he's the only one smiling. Like he's like, I'm here to fuck y'all up. Right. Like, uh, like they're not friends. <laughs> Starfire, Starfire being here is the weirdest thing. Like Bruce, yeah. is like hey, you dated my son. What are you doing? Yeah, like. Like John Stewart being here is weird as hell. Why? Like. You not wigged out by Lex Luthor being the president? Because like Captain Adam is military, right? Captain Adam yeah. has a military rank. He is like a U.S. Air Force captain, right? He works for Luthor. Um, yeah, like, Black like Lightning John... also works for Luthor. He works like in the cabinet because he wants to try and change things from the inside. Blah 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 blah. Uh, Starfire, I do not know why she's here. Like I have no idea why. Because like, like, she's also Starfire. in Teen Titans at this point in time, so I don't yeah, know. Cool. I don't remember them ever mentioning in Teen Titans that she also works for Lex Luthor. This just happens. Yeah. It's just like super fucking odd that like Major Force I get, Adam I get, Lightning I get, but like John Stewart, Starfire, I don't understand why the fuck they're here. Like John Stewart does not have to answer to any Earth government. Um, he's he's the fucking green. He's one of the multiple Green Lanterns we have. Why is he answering to the president? Also, Starfire, not from this planet. Why would she give a fuck? Um, and knows Batman and Superman personally, unless it is that Starfire is incredibly gullible and thinks that actually this has something to do. Because like here in issue four, which again very tough cover, uh, when they're all fighting. Just to skip ahead a little bit, she says to Superman, I've seen my own homeworld laid waste. If you have anything to, to do with the destruction of this planet, you must answer for this. Starfire just thinks that he actually has something to do with this. She just, like, believes Luther. <laughs> Which is very I, dumb of her. Yeah, it really is. Like, I, like, I don't understand why she had to be the one in this Uh I mean, I guess like she like she's fun to draw. She's fun to look at. Like she makes a page pop. She's a character but, that people recognize, especially yeah. But it, it, it's just like so oddly out of character for her and and being, uh, John be here. Because I don't think John like talks until later. Um, yeah, he doesn't say shit. He's just there. Yeah. Um. So they Bruce and Clark during these fights. Um, tell like contrasting stories where Clark talks about how his dad would take him to the football games at Smallville High uh, when he was a kid 
and Bruce talking about uh, walking and talking with, with Gordon, who I forgot is not the commissioner right now. He's retired, I believe. Yeah, I think. I forget why he retired. This, I, it's I, post cataclysm, post no man's land. I think this is when they think somebody has killed Gordon. That sounds right. This is around the time they did the the story where it's implied where the, the people think that Bruce killed Jim Gordon. Anyway, Bruce, he's not the commissioner anymore, but he's like they're just contrasting, you know. Uh, Superman talking about going and watching Smallville High lose because they stunk. Um, Gordon talking about how Gotham City seemed to be in perpetual darkness and how the shadows were more alive than the people. Uh, and he's... Uh, Jim would talk about the city, how, how it was like another level of hell. And... John Kent would stand up and say, they stink. <laughs> but it's hard to sometimes when I think about Lex Luthor being the president of the United States, that there is, I mean, it's hard to think that there is a such thing as hope. And Bruce says, I try not to think, look for the good in any situation. That way I'm not disappointed by anyone. <laughs> <laughs> the realest thing Batman's ever said. Yeah. Set your expectations accordingly, frankly. Uh, and he says, uh, then they talk about each other and how they both remind them of the concept of hope. And he said, like, Clark the gayest says, thing two men could ever say is, about the other. This is incredibly homoerotic. This is. So this is... I, <laughs> if you would have told me that Bruce and Clark were going to make out in this book, I'd buy it. I would 100% believe you because these motherfuckers love one another. <laughs> it's nuts. Like, like I don't know if that was just a bit that the writers did, but like these dudes are <laughs> life partners. <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, he says, because Superman says, I look at Batman and all the tragedy in his life and how somehow he presses on. And if he can do the job, I've got nothing to complain about. And Bruce says, then I think of Superman. And while he might be seen as naive, it is as though he is an unstoppable force of good. And I'll be damned if I'll let him go down before I do. I bet, pal. Friends. Buds. My friends. All caps. It's just, you know, two heterosexual men. <laughs> That Billy Eichner prose movie should be about Clark and Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> I will see that nine times opening weekend. Oh, oh this is it's just very, very homoerotic. Not even subtle. They like, like these dudes are just into one another. This is Batman and this is Superman and they yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also um Black I think looks like Soldier Boy. <laughs> He looks like He looks like Draco. <laughs> he looks, every he looks face like he makes is hilarious. Like every face they have him making is hilarious. Like he doesn't say shit. Just <laughs> like he just gets his ass beat and makes funny faces in the background. He just like he like grits his teeth together because he gets shocked by his own powers. 
He's got so... jowls in this one page. Oh, uh, like Black Lightning getting jobbed out like this is so fucking wrong, but it's it made <laughs> so for some funny. very hilarious pictures. So good. Oh uh, uh, damn. So they go to plan B, which is that Superman makes a big tornado and carries everyone away. And Batman hold, takes Katana's sword and holds on, like, plants down on the ground while holding on to her. Then he, uh, Clark grabs Power Girl and they fly away. Um, and then the, you know, army dudes, I guess, <laughs> argue amongst themselves. And they go, hey, I saw Superman yank Power Girl out of here, but where the hell are Batman and Katana? Meanwhile... <laughs> this, this fucking part I who wrote this like, who, Jeff Loeb who Jeff insisted Loeb. on on this part being <laughs> oh my god they're down in the bowels of the White House deep underground lined with lead because they were doomsday prepping uh, during Eisenhower's era and um, and uh Amanda Waller likes Luthor talking and she says there's been the talk though that you haven't thought this through that attacking pu Superman publicly is out of character and uh, he says I said it didn't I um, the American people want to believe in their president it's embedded in them and at the same time they love their Superman I've lived with that for years but when they learn the truth about that asteroid we may have to repeal that pesky 22nd amendment uh, that limits the number of years a president can sit in office this is just Donald Jesus. Trump. Like one hundred percent. And uh, he uh, <laughs> he gasses up. Yeah, he's <laughs> Luthor's at the end of his cycle, brother. Yeah, uh, he has that Vince McMahon nineteen ninety nine physique. This is Vince McMahon two thousand three. This is Vince at <laughs> WrestleMania nineteen. This is Hogan. Have you watched that match recently? Because I watched it a few months ago. Vince is fucking hilarious. Gigantic. It's the funniest match in the history of that company. Vince is big huge. Yeah. He's so big. I, a man that old should not be that buff. He's bigger than Hogan. He looks like Wardlow. Yeah. It's fucking nuts. <laughs> Hugo Savinovich takes a, takes an unprotected chair shot. <laughs> Hugo Savinovich, the Spanish commentator, fucking blades in that match. <laughs> oh, it's the best. Uh, it's it's so funny. Just two awful pieces of shit beating the fuck out of each the other. Shit out of each other. Oh, Just, I love uh, it. We'll, we'll, that's wrestling, folks. Oh, that's what we're here for. That's why right. I got into wrestling as a kid. <laughs> uh, and Luthor, wearing no shirt, uh, injecting himself with fucking kryptonite. Uh, <laughs> I have a note here. Uh, <laughs> please hold uh, while I bring up the exact uh, thing that I, I I thought when I read it. Uh, <laughs> he said, uh, "I be on it all night, man. I be on it all day. Straight up, hip, if you want me." <laughs> <laughs> you can find me in the A. <laughs> I mowed it. Oh I mowed it. I mowed it. I woo. Fucking <laughs> 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 yeah, Jeff Lex Luthor listening to Killer Mike is hilarious. 
Like that Amanda Waller walks in and she just hears, I be on that kryptonite, straight up on that kryptonite. I be on that, straight up on that, I be on that kryptonite. Oh, uh, Lex Luthor, fucking freak, freak bull ambassador. He's <laughs> a, a very freaky boy. This is Freakzilla. Yeah. This is Scott Steiner. Yeah. Because <laughs> oh, he boy. says, he says, uh, Amanda says, Sir, as head of metahuman affairs, I realize I'm privy to a number of things on a need-to-know basis, but what is that? He says, that, Amanda, is the future. A future I plan for you to play a very large role in. And she goes, of course, sir, I... And he just fucking kisses Amanda Waller right on the mouth, which I should add, this is not Viola Davis, Amanda Waller. No, this is, this is like this Carrie is wall. Yeah, like she looks like fucking reverse kingpin shrunk down. <laughs> yes, yeah, like his exact like proportions, where she's got like a giant head, like a Dorito shaped torso, and like small legs. Just... Yeah, Amanda Waller, uh, a quintessential John Byrne character. Yeah, ugh, nuts. Uh, yeah, he, he gasses up uh, and <laughs> puts his shirt back on. <laughs> God, this the page or the panel where Lex is putting his shirt back on is so funny. Amanda's Lex. face is hilarious. She looks like... Do <laughs> you remember 3D Doritos? Yeah, that's, that's, that's her body type, dude. <laughs> like, her legs look super weird. It's a weird look. Like... Oh, like, yeah, like, I don't, like, yeah, she looks fucking odd. She looks like book. she's made of Play-Doh. Yeah, dude, like, she, like, like she's, like, that's not her actual torso. Like, she's, like, uh, like her actual body's in the suit, but, like, yeah. <laughs> like she looks fucking ridiculous as hell, but. She looks absurd. <laughs> she looks like a mammy character. Honestly, that's probably what was the goal. Like, no one, this, no one... this particular panel felt racist. Yeah, like this, like this was a targeted attack. <laughs> uh, uh, Somehow Jeff Loeb got them to do that. Uh, well, mm. yeah, mm. 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 if you would like to hear me talk at length about my dislike of Jeff Loeb as a human being, uh, I did an episode of my other show, Player Advantage, the show I do sometimes, uh, where I just talk about bullshit. Um, which, how is that different from this show? Shut up. Uh, <laughs> uh, I talked about the time that it was exposed that Jeff Loeb hates Asian people. So. Break uh, comic book writer. Real piece of shit person. Real piece of shit. Uh, like Frank Miller. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Batman and Katana come out of a boom tube in Japan. Of course. Uh, and uh, basically, Katana is uh, been an informant for Batman this whole time. And she's like, yeah, yeah, whatever loyalty I had to you in the past is outweighed by my responsibility to Japan because she was with Batman on the Outsiders. Uh, and then uh, she, Batman's like, have you located the boy? He has a G-show at the foot of Mount Fuji. He's made some amazing headway, but he wants to speak directly to Superman. And then Superman and Power Girl come down, 
uh, and uh, they're like, yeah, we should probably get started on that. Power Girl, I'm trying to think of who she looks like here. Liv Morgan, kind of. Mostly, see it. So, uh, um, very fun, hilarious fact. In the Superman, Batman, the enemies movie, <laughs> the woman who voices Power Girl is Allison Mack. A.K.A. Chloe Sullivan from Smallville, A.K.A. the person who was involved in a sex, sex cult. cult. <laughs> is wild. It's crazy how that worked out. Um, uh, uh, fucking um, Tom Welling and Michael Rosenbaum, they started doing a podcast. <laughs> where they're watching Smallville. That's awesome. And, like right? talking the way they talk around Allison Mack is hilarious. Because <laughs> like, how do we talk about episode, it? <laughs> like, they just don't. <laughs> they just fucking don't because how can you? It's so funny. Um, yeah, like, they just like, just like, don't talk about scenes that she's in if they can help it. It's fucking, <laughs> it's great. Um, so, uh, Power Girl's like, yeah, I fucking hate Lex Luthor. And he just thinks that because he's president, we just listen to him. But it's hard, like, spying because Major Force is there. And then Captain Adam and the others show up and they're like, Katana, Power Girl, step aside and we'll take that into consideration after your arrest. And <laughs> Power Girl says, arrest this. Just and Captain Adam. For a dude made out of energy, gets a hold out big Everything time. I ever see Captain Adam in, he, something happens, and then either his suit rips, or he has to absorb some energy, and he explodes. It happens every yeah, time. The perennial jobber, Captain Adam. <laughs> J-O-B squad. It's right. <laughs> the MCMF job squad is MODOK, <laughs> Captain Adam, and Kotal Khan. That's a shirt. Yeah. <laughs> That's a shirt. Um, oh man! Major Force <laughs> blasts Superman, and Katana does <laughs> uh, maybe maybe not the best move. She does dumbest. <laughs> she cuts off Major Force's hands, unleashes a metric fuck ton of energy yeah good and uh like clark starts like going hey he, we got to do this lantern get a containment bubble around him now and i think this is i swear these are these are john's only lines here he says okay superman starfire black lightning do what you can to draw forces energy much and black lightning i think his only line is on it which yeah, like weird they don't that, say like, shit the black up. people are the people who talk the least. Yeah, which, hmm, hey, Jeff. Hey, Jeff, what's going on? Jeff? And Starfire, uh, who, Starfire is black, fuck you. Uh, she, <laughs> she says, you are in no position to give us orders. He says, I do when people's lives are at stake. She just falls in line. She's <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> yeah, she just fucking does, she's like, yep, you're right. Superman just big leagues her. <laughs> As he should. Uh, 
and uh, Captain Adam is crunched up inside a billboard, and Batman goes over and is like, hey, if we surrender to him, if we surrender to you, you'll f- have fulfilled your mission, and Tokyo will be decimated. Men, and, women, and children will have died while you completed your errand. So I'm order, under orders to bring you and Superman in, by any means necessary. In times of war, circumstances dictate action. You know that better than anyone. Tokyo has one chance to survive. You have to decide. And uh, there's another, like, contrasting um, thoughts between Batman and Superman. Like, Batman talks about how um, Superman is, like, incredibly good at, like, getting people to come together mm-hmm. in, like, times of crisis because he's fucking Superman. Right. Um he makes a comment about how you know it sucks that Clark can't run for president because he's an alien. And <laughs> Clark is just like uh, I may not like it, but Bruce's skills at <laughs> manipulating any situation are I guess a none, but also too good at it, and it's kind of scary. Yeah, tracks like this whole book, like while there's fighting going on, Bruce is just like sneaking around, <laughs> like in people's heads and shit. It's fucking tight. Yeah, uh, and so Captain Adam goes to go into this big bubble of energy, and he tells Superman, "Do the world a favor, turn yourself into the authorities. Only guilty men run." And so he goes in and he absorbs all the energy, and it looks like he explodes. Uh, it is later revealed that he gets transported into the Wildstorm universe. Because yeah. Um, tracks and uh major force appear appears to die yeah he's, he's just emaciated in a crater so for so also uh <laughs> black lighting uh starfire and Stuart are just knocked out conveniently I don't unconscious we, i don't think we see them again in this book no no they're gone then <laughs> uh this oh. also i believe after this Captain Adam is functionally replaced with a much more interesting character in the form of Bombshell. Bombshell rules. Bombshell kicks ass because she's like a total bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Like, she's just like, man, fuck fuck Ravager. Fuck bad girl. (laughs) Bombshell's whole thing is like, I hate Nazis. I'm going to fight everybody. Like, if you look her up on the DC wiki, her neutral, her alignment is neutral. Yeah, like she just she just wants to fight. She's fucking <laughs> she's fucking Finley. <laughs> yes. Uh, meanwhile, back at JSA headquarters, Mister Terrific, uh, Alan Scott and Jay Garrick are talking it over, and they're like, "Those two came close to blowing up all of Tokyo." Don't think for a second that Lex Luthor isn't going to use them, that against them, against all of us. I think we all have to agree that we don't have to like it. But if anyone is not going to hold back and actually stop them, it's the two of you. And it's Hawkman and Shazam. Why does everyone believe Lex Luthor? Well, no. Their their point isn't even that, like, like Luthor is right. It's that Luthor is going to definitely use this against them and then turn it against superheroes at large so for the good of our society 
you two go, have to go. go take down Batman and Superman. So, like, look, if I need somebody to take someone down quickly, like, no prisoners, yeah, give me Hawkman. Yeah. That's Tommaso Hawk- Ciampa. Yeah, like, <laughs> like he, he has no problem pushing a body. It's the most <laughs> vascular person I've ever seen in comic books. Yeah, like, Hawkman will kill. He's just casually flexing. Uh, And so they... uh, Batman, Katana, uh, Power Girl, and Superman uh, are all heading up to Mount Fuji. Um, And uh, Supergirl asks... uh, Or Clark asks Supergirl, he says, Hey, are you feeling anything in the air? And she goes, uh, no. You? says, no, nothing. It's been a long night. He says, that's weird. I heard Power Girl had reacted to Kryptonite recently. Her origins are, at best, confusing. <laughs> Which, yes. LeBeo. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> but don't ask me about Power Girl's origin, because I don't know. I don't think it DC is, knows about Power Girl's origin. from another universe, like another universe's equivalent of Supergirl, or a clone of Supergirl, or just a random, somehow associated uh, Kryptonian from another universe. It's I, tenuous at best. All I know is that she's cool as hell, and she looks amazing when Alex Ross draws her. Oh, yeah. Um, and they go, uh, we'll rest on foot. Uh, no matter what happens, keep going, even if Superman and I are not there. And uh, Katana goes, are you two planning on going on, going somewhere? He says, well, everything hinges on the boy, completing his work before Luthor finds out. But the kid made it clear he wants to talk to Superman. It's like he is also 13 years old. Find a way to distract him. And everybody turns and, <laughs> everybody turns and looks at Power Girl. And she goes, what's everyone looking at me for? Who am I, how am I? Oh, you know what? Who, I, who is it in Basic Instinct? Who's the? Um, Sharon Stone. She looks like Sharon Stone. Um, he says, how am I supposed to distract? And she looks because she has the fucking titty window. Yeah, go in there with your yabos out. Right. Track this child who just hit puberty. <laughs> Which is a Real fucked quick. up concept, man. Yeah. Like it's 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 fucked up that Batman said it. Like, <laughs> like but, it's like an unsaid thing. Everyone looks and they're like, "Well, I mean, you can distract him." Yeah. She's like, "Yeah, I get it." <laughs> Fucked up concept, but that's like, apparently yeah. effective. Um, Hawkman and uh, Shazam show up. I know that in this story he's referred to as Captain Marvel, but I will simply make it less confusing and call him Shazam. Um, I confused for two seconds when I read it. I was like, wait a minute. Yeah, he says I to uh, God, I love his cape. It's so cool. The off the shoulder on the chain type. Shazam has drip. Yeah. He <laughs> has Ella got that shit on. Always. He's got that yeah. shit on. He is him. He is dressing. Uh, he says, Superman, I've beaten you before. I will do it again. I do not want to. And Power Girl's like, hey, these are my teammates. I should talk to them. And it's like, it, Katana goes, no, they have their mission and we have ours. Remember that what's at stake here? Superman quotes the best Rolling Stone song and tells uh, tells Shazam, you'll learn that if you learn, if you choose to work with Luthor, you can't always get what you want. 
blasts him in the face. He hits, like, it hits him, the way it's drawn, it's like it hits him at the chest and then angles up at his face. Yeah, it's fucking nuts. Uh, cool shot. Hawkman flies up over Batman, uh, and so they realize, okay, the best move is to switch. So Batman... So took, yeah, he says S, castling. And good call. And they explain that castling is a move in chess where the king and rook switch places. And so they switch... They switch off. Bruce kicks Shazam in the spine. Yeah. Mid... Like, Superman throws him and Bruce just... Just heavy kicks him right in the back. Yeah, stand it's... heavy. Yep. And then fucking <laughs> scoops up Hawkman. Yeah. And so Bruce or uh, Clark flies Superman up into space. Or Clark flies Hawkman up into space. And uh Hawkman's like, Do you think you guys invented that technique? Before uh and he punches him with a, a magic glove called the yeah. claw of Horus that draws its power from the magnetic core of the earth. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. Tight as shit. Uh, I, essentially, I just hit you with the planet. Like, <laughs> goddamn. Go to hell. <laughs> Bro, uh, Bruce notices a kid laying in the snow. And he says... Oh, yeah, because they, they don't know that... They don't know Billy about Billy yet. Yep. Yeah. He says, it's a boy around Robin's age. Son, if you can hear me, tell me your name. And he opens his eyes and goes, Shazam! And it just fucking rocks Bruce. Yep. Uh, this this fight, the animated movie is so fucking tight. Yeah, Hawkman looks it so sick. There. By the way, Hawkman fucking rules. Like, like I have no interest in seeing Black Adam, but I'm glad it's Aldous Hodge. I'm so glad it's Aldous Hodge. I'm going to end up seeing Black Adam in theaters, uh, most likely, because uh, God damn it, God damn it, Dwayne. You got me. Yep. You got me. Yep. <laughs> the yep. power in the DC universe has shifted. Yep. Um, also, shit. my girlfriend really, really uh, is attracted to Aldous Hodge. So she said, like, we saw, we went and saw The Woman King a couple weeks ago. And for some reason, all the trailers for it were like, hey, here are movies we think black people and then tracks. I get it. <laughs> um, and so we're watching the That's Black Adam trailer. That's one way of doing it. And she goes, we're she's like, who is that that plays, uh, the play, they got playing Hawkman? I go, Al Desai. She goes, yeah, he's a, he's a very good pick. <laughs> yeah. Like, he, he, he fucking rules. Yeah. Uh, he, did I ever tell you he's inexplicably in the NBA 2K20 story mode? What? <laughs> <laughs> what? If Why? Why? <laughs> Uh, let me double check that. That listen, NBA, the two K, they have a crazy budget that they just spend on on getting people to come in. Uh, it's so, hilarious. Me, it's it's so funny. Let me check and make sure that it's two K twenty. No, it's two K nineteen. So <laughs> I'm gonna read you. Be back. He's in it. Yeah, this is him. For those of you at home, I am going to read to you, people who are in the cast, 
Aldous Hodge as your uh, former teammate turned rival turned teammate again, Corey Harris. Michael Rappaport as Coach Darren Stackhouse. Anthony Mackie as Big Tunny. He's a, um, or Big Tooney, actually, I think they, they call him. He's a, uh, he's like a scout uh, that's like telling you to work on, how to work on your game. Haley Joel Osmond is in this fucking game. Jesus Christ. As uh, he's like your, he's like your, your social media manager and then he betrays you and makes everyone in the town that you play in hate you because the plot of this game is that you're not ready. <laughs> you're not ready to be in the NBA. You don't get Great. drafted. You have to go play in China. Then in China, during a, a like essentially an all-star game versus NBA guys, uh, you do a fucking dunk on Corey Harris. And everyone's like, damn, that guy actually is pretty good. And so you get a contract with the Lakers developmental team who then trade you immediately to the Fort Wayne Mad Ants in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Uh, and Haley Joel Osment is like a bus boy at the one restaurant that the like this diner that everyone goes to in Fort Wayne, and he uh, he becomes your like your social media manager or whatever, and then fucking sells you out uh, and makes a, a deep fake video where you talk about how much you fucking hate living in Indiana and think all these people suck. Which listen, my family's from Indiana. <laughs> You're not missing much in Indiana. <laughs> we had our family reunion in Merrillville a few years ago. You know where the fuck Merrillville is? No, that was a, a place. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> um, uh, and so your rival, your new rival played by Mo McRae. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, so, uh I noticed that Ginger Gonzaga. Oh, say Ginger Gonzaga is in this fucking game. She's your love interest. She dated Jim Carrey. Huh? Yeah, for like a year. Like she was with Jim Carrey. It's hilarious. Also, it's weird that she's thirty-eight. Right? She does not look it. She does not look it. No. She is aged well. Just looks great. Uh. Anyway, she's getting that Marvel money. It's good for her. Uh. Mm -hmm. Anyway, yeah, Aldous Hodge, inexplicably in your basket in the basketball video game, uh, also inexplicably now Hawkman. Cool. Yeah. Him. But yeah. in this comic, he beats the dog shit out of Superman. <laughs> he whoops Superman's ass. Fucks um, him up. Meanwhile, back at the White House. Uh, the continuing escalating crisis, the White House announced that they have Superman in federal custody. Although no photographic evidence was provided, Secretary of, Human, of Medi Human Affairs, Amanda Waller, was quoted as saying that the situation was under control. And, and then uh, it cuts in to uh, the Night Watch unit uh, trying to like figure out what the disturbance is. Only to be met by Crypto, who whoops all these dudes' asses. He 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 visions them to, to like he yeah he fucks them all the way up. Uh, and then entering through the main door are Superboy Steel, <laughs> not the Steel you're thinking of. This is his daughter. Uh, <laughs> and 
Supergirl. Supergirl, not the one you're thinking of. This is a Supergirl who was created by Brainiac in the future uh, who came back in time or to another dimension or some shit. This is Seer L. Uh, Like, (laughs) comics. Yep. It looks rad, though. Yeah. Uh, she's like cool a big fan of, of the, the black and red with the blue cape. Looks fucking yeah. tight. It's, it's especially just to like contrast her with Connor, who's wearing yeah. at this point. I hate that this costume <laughs> stuck for Connor. It's just like he's he's in like some Wranglers and like a black t shirt from Target. <laughs> like, Field boots. Yeah, like. This fucking ROTC haircut. It's fucked up that like the leather jacket look. Never the leather back. jacket is the best. The le- leather jacket, yeah. Connor, is so cool. The leather jacket, Superboy, is is style city. And guess what? They brought it back. They should. Like when he came came back in the most recent Young Justice run, like that run is weird, but like he comes back with his old look, and that's all that matters to me. He's got his old haircut back. He's got the gloves. And, and um, in Superman and Lois. Um, they did a uh, an angle where like um, Clark's son from a different Earth, uh, Jonathan, mm-hmm. is just dressed like Superboy. All right, that works. Yeah, like he just he looks That's dressed a like good Superboy. Like, yep, yeah, uh, it, it's fucking tight. Yeah, but Connor's old suit. If you've never seen it, look it up. He wears it's like a like a Superman style suit. It's got red legs, a blue up top with the S. Uh, no cape. Instead, he wears a black leather jacket with uh, with a gold Superman emblem on the back. Yeah, like he he looks cool as shit. He's <laughs> like so fucking cool. He looks fucking like incredibly cool. Um, yeah, like, like one of the first DC comics I remember like looking at. On the cover, it was Superboy in that outfit, and I thought he was the coolest motherfucker in the world. He's so cool. Um, yeah, he's red. He will be dead within a year of this comics publication. Yeah, so don't get attached. But <laughs> yeah. uh, so Steel is Steel's cool as fuck too. This is like Natasha is a much cooler Steel than her dad. Yeah, um, Soup is red. Or is it her uncle? Is John? It's her uncle. Okay, yeah. That's her uncle. Yeah. yeah. Um. Meanwhile, uh, Huntress, on the, on the other side of the building, Huntress, Robin, and Nightwing, and Batgirl are uh, taking out some goons and busting in. Um, bats. Yep, being bats, doing bat people things. They break into the Oval Office. <laughs> of, of course. And Luthor's <laughs> just sitting there. He says, I'm afraid you've made a costly mistake, Nightwing. Despite our press statements to the contrary, we only announced the captured in the hope... They'd show up as you all did. Now tell me, where are Superman and Batman? And uh, Superboy and Supergirl turn around, and they're like, "Nightwing Radio, they're in the Oval with Luthor." And they're like, "We should double back through the Rose Garden." And it's like, did you hear that? And they get crammed into like a large sphere. And it's like, <laughs> like, okay, <laughs> Lex. Smart. He just traps them in like a pot, basically. Yeah. Uh, and he, um, Supergirl says, "Is it my imagination, or is it getting smaller in here?" 
Connor's like, Luther's gonna crush us to death. God, why couldn't this be with Power Girl? He says, what did you say? <laughs> He says, nothing. He says, I, it wasn't nothing. I heard what you said. He says, what did you ask for? Yeah, just random bickering. Yeah, because they're siblings. <laughs> and then uh, it, Kryptonite gets pumped in because, of course. Yep. And <laughs> Connor says, that's it. I'm going to personally see to it that this guy doesn't get reelected. Yeah. Uh, and Luthor tries, Luthor talks shit to the bats. And uh, he's like, Luthor's like, if you're, do you know the penalty for breaking and entering the White House? Or if you so much as lay a hand on me under the Homeland Security Act, I could. And Helena says you could bleed all over the carpet. I, I like how even though you can't see it, Sandra has. I, I know she has like an eyebrow raised. Yeah. <laughs> like she's just like staring the holes through Luthor. The crazy thing is that, like, if they wanted, if they were here to kill you, you'd be dead. Yeah, like Cassandra, they would have said Cassandra by herself. Yeah, like he 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 would have been decapitated. <laughs> yeah. I says I like this carpet, and also this room is full of nerve gas. You fucking idiots. Tim's like odorless nerve gas. Who do you think you are, a Bond? He just passes the fuck out. He says, "Fortunately, I've been inoculated." Good night, ladies. And Nightwing passing out is like, you're going to tell me where they are? And then he fucking drops dick. Yeah, he, like, one punch. And Luther dude, looks he's not going psychotic. Down. Yeah. yeah. And, of course not. He, this is Dick Grayson, goddammit. He says, fall, damn you. Go to hell. <laughs> The goat, the uh, greatest. Uh, he says, "I've been. It's overrated." It knocks him out. Else when it says, and future Superman says, "I failed, Metron. Maybe you can't change destiny." Tell Darkseid he and Captain Adam shows up. He says, "I'm not Metron, Superman." But how? When? Captain Adam. Strange. I thought you died with the rest. Where am I? When am I? Kansas what's left of it. It doesn't really matter where you go on, this, on the planet. It all looks like this. After the asteroid, I thought I could stop it. I even traveled back in time to change what happened. Ironic, isn't it? I left one planet as it exploded, only to have, an, have it destroy another. Says, I must have quantum leaped to this time period when Major Force exploded. Major Force. Hard to remember so long ago. Tokyo, wasn't it? Guess it doesn't matter. Nothing matters anymore. Says, there has to be a way to stop it. The future isn't certain, it's fluke. The man I knew as Superman wouldn't give up, and you still are that man. Back in the present, uh, Steel, a bunch of dudes show up to fight Steel. Uh, only for Hawkman to make the save. Uh, Just chuck the shield. <laughs> he takes it, you know, hitting them with their, it's his mace. And it's like, Superboy and Supergirl are locked in there. I don't even know if they're still alive. Maybe with your my, your mace and my hammer. And he says, we could. And he drops the mace. He's like, what are you doing? Didn't you hear me? He says, you think you could open it with a lockpick? Since when does Hawkman open it with the... The Hawkman go all Houdini. Just smash it with... Just smash it open. Hawkman. I'm not Hawkman. <laughs> smash and, cut. Uh, Lex Luthor looking psychotic. His eyes are glowing green. 
and he looks like beyond crazy. And uh, suddenly, all of all of the the bats are gone, and he's like, "All of them gone." And Captain Marvel sta- or Shazam stands there. He says, "I have to say, this is a surprise. You wouldn't happen to know what happened to those two fugitives you did supposedly captured, do you?" He says, and he starts to walk towards him, and he says, "Don't you dare lay a hand on me, other president of the United States." And it's worth mentioning. His face is covered in shadow here. Uh, and his eyes start to glow red. He says, I'm the president of the United States, and you are uh, nothing. And he fucking hems him up. He says, what the hell? You're not Shazam. You're, and he rips the chest open on the on the suit to reveal the uh, S. So tight. So <laughs> tight. I wish this was just a Superman suit. <laughs> it looks so cool. It's so sick. Like. So, Oh, man. He said, we needed more time. Hawkman and Captain Marvel came to Japan to capture us. We let them think they did to allow Katana and Power Girl to get to the port. But Luthor jumped the gun, announced we've been arrested. We should have expected Nightwing and the others to come to our rescue and in turn require our intervention. With their guard down, Shazam and Hawkman were blindsided by us. To get clean access to the White House, Batman took Hawkman's identity and I took Captain Marvel's. Castling. For years, Luthor and I have fought. Put me down, alien. My dad taught me that when the fox is in the chicken house, you have to kill it unless you plan on losing more chickens. If you take my life, you'll be hunted, despised, so-called heroes, demoralized everywhere. Holding him like this, he's so small, so frail. He would snap like it was nothing. Do it then. Give me what I've always wanted, the end of you. And Batman says, I won't stop you. There are ways we can make it or better still, as if he disappeared without a trace. <laughs> Bruce. <laughs> we can disappear him. Bruce is like, he's like, honey, we can kill him. We can. Like, They're going to give him total elimination. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to cross-slash him out of existence. <laughs> says, it was not that long ago I found myself in the same position with the Joker. Jim Gordon talked me down, but I am not Jim Joker has brought to Gotham City. It is dwarfed by what Luthor does to this entire planet. Worse, what he does to Clark. My friends, that's boyfriend behavior, Bruce. <laughs> You're bluffing. No, I am not. Is everyone safe? Everyone, including the dog. You should know, I just got word from Japan. The boy has something to show us. Now. And Clark just throws Luthor into uh, into a stack of books, and they leave. He says, "I'm the president of the United States." And he goes down into his fucking juice chamber, and he injects himself some more, and he starts putting on the stupid Luthor armor. Is this the debut of the war suit? I believe this is the de- the debut of the war suit. Been dumb as shit. It's very stupid. He like I, I I think that's the point. Like like of course he would think yes, this looks cool. He looks like for, a mega like Superman in. Yeah, he looks he looks like one of like the fucking goons you fight in Mega Man X. Just a random baddie on the way to the actual boss. Yeah, he looks like uh 
yeah, like those dudes in the in the suits in Mega Man X. In the yes. like, he looks just like them. Just put a helmet on him, and he's just like <laughs> ready yeah. to get like like a charge shot in the head. He's vile. Yeah. Oh yeah. Exactly. That's vile. Uh, and issue six, the last issue of this story, opens with uh, Superman and Batman back in Japan, and they talk to. Uh, they, they say it here. This is the new toy man. He's just just a kid, just a thirteen year old genius. And they're like, he's like, hey, look, that rock's got to get blown out of the sky before it kills everybody on this planet, including me. Uh, he says, and while it might not matter to you two, I'm too young to die. I mean, I've got to get a chance to make up with Starfire just once, pal. You will not. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Hero Okamura, get the, the new shot. toy. And he's like, look, once Luthor um, found out you can't nuke it out of the sky, it became clear that the asteroid's radioactive intensity could blow away anything coming at it. That would in include your Green Lanterns, Wonder Woman, and anybody else who thinks they can move a planet by hand. So the answer, gentlemen, is the composite Superman Batman rocket ship. Built you've never seen... You've <laughs> never seen... It's rock. I want you to imagine what <laughs> Superman Batman rocket looks like. Then Google it. Did are you back? Did you Google it? It looks it looks exactly like you thought it did. It looks doesn't ridiculous, it? doesn't it? it? Fucking absurd. It's you half were... Batman, half Superman. It's got their combined logo on the chest. <laughs> like there's no way you could have guessed what this monstrosity would look like. This looks wild. It's absurd. It's so fucking dumb. It's made out of the thing... Uh, it's made out of what Metallo is made out of. To bring that plot point back full circle. Yeah. So Superman says that um, fighting Metallo is what made Superman think about Toy Man. Um, and going to him for help to build something to take out the, um, the asteroid. Yeah. Uh, and now the uh, the asteroid is getting closer. The kryptonite radiation is starting to pierce the atmosphere because it's so strong. Superman is getting sick. Yep. And so... Bruce starts thinking about future Superman who's like who said that they've made a, that they'd make a mistake that would cost them everyone everything and everyone but Clark would die and Clark is like I'm the only one who can pilot this thing and survive I <laughs> why did they decide that toy man would randomly yell romanized Japanese <laughs> I don't even think that's like grammatically correct. Probably not, but once again... Jeff. Uh, oh. uh, and so a boom tube opens up and fucking Captain Adam shows up. And he's like, hey, I have to pilot that rocket or the planet gets destroyed. <laughs> it's liberal use of boom tubes in this comic. Yeah, he's got a kryptonite ring and his energy is channeling through it. And he's like, I can't stop you. Not, but you won't get far with a hole in your armor. Tell me where you got that ring. It says, in the Batcave, before coming here, you keep it in the vault. How could you know that? How would you know you're here? 
Same answer to both questions. Superman told me in the future. I don't want to fight. I disabled this Superman because I know he'd never let me be the pilot. He says, the last time you saw me, I know you, I absorbed a tremendous amount of energy. He says, you absorbed major force. A psychotic killer masquerading as a soldier. How do I know you're not, he's not influencing your actions? You don't, but if I hadn't, Tokyo would have gone up in smoke. That caused me to quantum leap in time, far into the aftermath of the asteroid's impact with Earth. Ask yourself, even if Superman survives the mission, with the asteroid breaking apart, what happens to all that kryptonite radiation? I go, I absorb most of it. You've got a good plan, but it's, but it's flawed. I came back from the future to stop you. The future Superman's mistakes, or super, future Superman's words to you were, the, were don't make the same mistake. He says, you'll die. He says, I might. Remember what you said to me in Tokyo? In times of war, circumstances dictate action. And so Lex, now in his very stupid suit, says, <laughs> Many of you will no doubt look upon me in this armor and find it absurd. And I agree. I find it absurd that an alien can come to this planet, defy the orders of the president, to surrender himself and force me to take this bold step. And Lois and Jimmy and uh, Perry White are all there. <laughs> he says, Uh... Theodore Roosevelt said it best. Speak softly and carry a big stick. I wear that stick. And so Captain Adam is on the spaceship. And he says, I leave the star log behind so the future generations will understand my actions and that perhaps history will see me in a different light. Uh, Superman flies back and starts whooping Luthor's ass. <laughs> He says, I'm glad you really took that, took this step so the whole world can see you for the evil you truly are. And he says, <laughs> Luthor bars him the fuck up here. He says, you come to this planet, declare yourself the savior of mankind. It is time you died for your sins. Goddamn. I never dreamed that my life, uh, this is Captain Adam talking. I never dreamed my life would turn out as it has. I only ever wanted to serve my country. I ranked, I rose to the rank of captain in the Air Force. I was damn good at the job. But I was convicted of treason. Despite my being innocent, I was given the choice of going to prison or partaking in a radical experiment that made me into Captain Adam, tying me forever with the quantum field. Luthor tries to strangle Superman. Uh, they, you know, they fight, they scrap. Uh, and Captain Adam talks about how he's shown really bad judgment in seeing his own future and his leadership in the Justice League and his how his endless attempts to show his colleagues that he was as good a hero as any of them. And <laughs> Luthor's like, it's different fighting me. No more $5,000 Italian suits. Quiet flex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this armor is my cape, tailored for me expressly from the fire pits of Apocalypse. <laughs> it's like, Apocalypse? Luthor, you allied yourself with Darkseid? He'll betray you faster than... Ah! Just blast it in the chest. Yeah. And they just fight, and Luthor explains that Darkseid's always been his ally. Technology is what moved this country leagues ahead of the rest of the world, the universe. And Darkseid offered whatever I needed as president. So Luthor 
fixed America's economy with <laughs> apocalypse tech. <laughs> because, like, he becomes president because America is in an economic disaster, and he saves the country from total collapse. God. All thanks to fucking <laughs> new god technology. Yep. Unrelated. Speaking of the new gods, uh, I'm pretty sure they're going to be a part of the next season of Superman and Lois. I should watch Superman and Lois. This fucking intergang is showing up. Oh shit! Yeah, it is about to get wild. Orion they, soon come. Yeah, like they fucking uh straight up like named to Ugly Manheim. Oh shit! That reminds me, yeah. uh, the most recent season of Young Justice. The the villains that they tease at the end of it, it's like Mary Marvel turned evil. Good lord. And somebody else, I can't remember who it is, but also Nightwing literally blades in one episode. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> to, <laughs> to trick Zod. To trick Lord Zod, he slows his heart down, like he stops his own heart and fucking blades. Everything I learned about that show sounds made up, but I <laughs> believe it 100%. Uh, it's crazy. Beast Boy gets addicted to perks? Yeah. Actually, no, more accurately, Beast Boy gets addicted to Xanax. Boy, didn't even do shit on that show, as far as I know. <laughs> He'd be chilling, <laughs> like, not turning into shit. He spends most of this season depressed and abusing prescription drugs. <laughs> they, said, have a, the, they, they have a the Beast budget. Boy intervention. Oh my god. <laughs> god, what the fuck? Uh, hi, hi. Uh, so the team, we find out that that team that they mentioned earlier uh the that his team was he put them together and co like he convinced them to come work for him so because he believed in luthor they believed he's the same man god damn uh luthor is just getting his ass whooped now he says for all you aren't so hell-bent on blaming me for everything or saving your own skin you could have asked me for help he's just like literally beating Thor's chest in. Yeah. Also, Superman has like kryptonite radiation poisoning right now, and it's like and he's, he's still he's still fucking giving him hands. Yep. And Pull him up in space. Uh, Captain Adam says, "Forgive me for only wanting to be a hero as beloved as Superman." And may God bless America. And he flies right into the asteroid. And Batman says, well, Batman's narration is before Luthor became president, he made a grab for Gotham City, extending his empire out beyond Metropolis. As Bruce Wayne, I was integral to stopping him. I did so with pleasure. Get up. You are about to become the first American president to go to prison. <laughs> Bars. <laughs> You're, you are going to jail. You are <laughs> Get this man out of my community. <laughs> L plus ratio plus you're going to prison <laughs> L 
ratio go to jail? L ratio plus go to jail plus you impeached. Plus you fell off. Plus your album <laughs> flopped. Oh, man. Uh, man, listen. Lex, you should kill yourself now. <laughs> Batman just like negging Lex on Twitter. <laughs> Your life serves zero purpose. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, Batman is just borrowing Lex up. Yeah, he tells him, he says, because uh, Lex is like, hey, this used to be my office at LexCorp. Why is it empty? Where is everyone? Gone. Talia had your trusted CEO depleted all your depleted all your resources, sold off all your assets. You are penniless, Luthor. As of this morning, Bruce Wayne owns this property, and he wants you out of the building. Oh yeah, Luthor in retaliation tr- framed Bruce Wayne for murder. <laughs> Tracks. <laughs> Who do you think you're talking to? I'm president of the United States. You remember? You remember Bane, don't you? You remember? You be amazed at <laughs> you remember Bane? How he broke your back? You'd be amazed at how easy it was to synthesize the venom that gave him that strength and mix it with liquid kryptonite. Good lord! Gets one good shot on Bruce, and then it's over. <laughs> it just Bruce just beats his ass. Uh, like he dog walks him his old office like unhanded <laughs> just like three shots with one arm yeah and then he does stab Bruce uh, does, like, he does stab Bruce he but Bruce, Bruce with just, blade. just kicks him off kicks him out of the window <laughs> uh. he says how do you know about Corbin because he asks he's like shouldn't you be off why are you wasting time here shouldn't you be solving the crime of the century who killed Thomas and Martha Wayne? Where is John Corbin, Batman? How do you know about Corbin? What do you know about who murdered the Waynes? Pull me up and I'll tell you everything. No deals. I'll save your life. You still go to jail. I'd sooner see you in hell. And fucking throws himself off the building. Is it implied that he like falls into a boom tube? Yes. Right, that's what I assumed. The so many fucking blew up the bottom floors. The LexCorp towers fall down, and so they clear out a five block radius and get the fuck out of there. And so this is where Captain Adam disappears. He does go to the Wildstorm universe here, and is replaced by Bombshell for a time, narratively. <laughs> Superman digs through forty stories of underground debris looking for Luthor. And he's like, ironic, isn't it? He was so paranoid that I was spying on him that in the end, when I want to find him, I can't. He brought this on himself. Superman cleared of all charges. Asteroid disaster averted. Luthor indicted in absentia. (laughs) General Wynn, Amanda Waller jailed. President Luthor presumed dead. VP Pete Ross. Oh, shit. I didn't catch that because they did say Mr. Ross. Yeah, Pete mm-hmm. Ross, Superman's um, friend from his, his yes. childhood friend, is now. That's really cool. The Presidente. And Bruce and, Bruce and Clark wax poetic for a while about Luthor and the things that they're going to do to collect all the kryptonite. 
as Superman suspected, the Corbin news was planted. It, like, it was I, I, fake that he put that there so that Bruce would be distracted. Uh, Bruce also wants Clark to go into seclusion until they find all the kryptonite. Makes sense, because... Yeah. And still some uh, residue from that. Well, afterwards. there's a lot of kryptonite just floating around, different yeah, colors. And he says, Bruce thinks, uh, narrates, Luthor never considered that I would put that case aside to help Superman. That's what dot, dot, dot friends do for each other. Mm-hmm. Friends. Friends. It's friends, huh, Bruce? Yeah, friends you, with, you with benefits. The benefit is that. You know, Clark, you know, Bruce's best friends are Clark and Diana, and I, there's a lot of perks to that friendship. Uh, yeah. I would imagine those perks are uh, Diana and Clark giving Bruce the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> Maybe putting Clark in the fucking Lion Hammer crossface combination. <laughs> uh, I know he means well. That's what friends do for each other. Without a body, there's a chance Luthor is still alive. I know Clark. He'll never fully believe Luthor's gone. Through all our struggles, his unending hatred of me has motivated so much of his life. And just as no, not knowing the identity of my parents' killers haunts me, not knowing if Luthor is truly dead will haunt him. He's disgraced, broke, no better than a common criminal. He could be brain damaged or paralyzed, or whatever secrets he has locked away in his mind could break loose. If he returns, he'll be more dangerous than ever. A man with nothing to lose. When he returns... We'll be ready for him. There will be a reckoning. A crisis is the last thing we see of Lex Luthor down in the de- in the dank depth somewhere. Eyes glowing green, blood all over. I think this yeah, like- leads directly into, I would assume, identity crisis? Uh, what year was this? This book came out. This is the end of this story. This book was published. Uh, fuck. Let me see. Let me see if I can find the details here. Because the only is in 2004. Mm-hmm. Runs like from June to December uh, 2004. That, that that tracks. This would be after. Right. Uh, that the only right would, would be after. Um, after um, this. Yeah. Yeah. Because this would be. This would be earlier that year. Um, but yeah, this is a really fun story. I have a lot of fun revisiting this. Um, you know, I wish it didn't have all those different Jeff Lobisms, but, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, like, I I do wish uh, that I, I get why it didn't, but um, I would have liked a more... Uh, I forgot how wild this story gets. It gets out of control. It gets so out of control so fast. Yeah, like it kind of it almost gets like comically out of control. Um, but like the parts that are just like Superman and Batman, just like 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 seeing the other one through their from their perspective and yeah. us getting to see that and seeing like why they work so well together and like why they're so different and like all the little things that made them who they are and all that stuff is really fucking tight. Because I feel like somehow people decided one day that Superman, that Batman hates Superman, and that's just never been true. That's never been true. 
people think I, that he does, but it's like the oh, why does Batman have the the ring? It's like because there's a chance somebody could brainwash Superman. Yeah, Clark gave it to him. Yes, Clark said, "Hey, if anything goes wrong, um, beat my ass with this." Yeah, <laughs> but like he has a plan for everybody. You know what his plan is? For, like his other plan for Superman? It's it's Diana. Because Diana like, is a know, living hard counter to Clark. Like, uh, and we, we, we mentioned um, the League Doom, when, you know, Batman has a plan for every member of the League. When, he, when Batman gets confronted, I, he's like, okay, well, what about, what's your plan? Like, what do we, what happens if you go rogue? He goes, the Justice League, you will beat my ass. You are the plan if I fuck up. Like, because I know y'all will stop me, because that's what y'all do. Um, but he's specifically saying that to Clark, because he knows that, like, if it came down to it, Clark would throw hands at Bruce to stop him from doing something stupid. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so getting to see um, their friendship, how well they fight together, like how well they 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 think partnered with one another, uh, makes up for how off the rails things get um in like issue three yes regardless still a still a really fun worth honestly worth it for that first issue alone like that first issue issue would have been like just a one shot where they like team up to fight metallo real quick and that's it like would have been worth it just for those little thought bubbles where they talk about you know one another the flat like the the flashback comparing like their upbringings and like what made them Batman and Superman um, respectively that alone would have been tight. Uh, but you know, it's still, it's still fun. Just uh, goofy as hell. Yes, incredibly. <laughs> now, I, I do want a bad, uh, a Superman Batman story. That's just about Metallo now. Just, just six issues of Metallo. Just, just trying to outrun them. Yeah, well, I mean, issue seven is uh, is I just checked here. Uh, Robin and Superboy go at go to talk to Toy Man uh, oh, yeah. because Batman wants him to. That Batman and Superman want Toy Man to work for them or to work for Batman. So they're like, "Hey, he's like around your age. You guys go talk to him." Uh, and they're like, the "Yeah, art style right. just changes." <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> Jesus, like this is not the same book. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Pat Lee does the art for for that issue at least. Um That's and nuts. uh they find a copy of they find Metallo and Superman and or Superboy and Robin fight him in a in a suit that will enhance their powers and protect their from being kryptonite. Or at least, very least, that it's a metallo. It's I don't know if it's the same metallo, Um, but yeah, this is a fun story. If you don't feel like reading this book, um, I can say pretty confidently, issue of or that the movie is is great. (laughs) Yeah, it kind of like if I remember correctly, the movie kind of cuts out. A lot of like the bullshit. Yeah, it cuts out a lot of the middle. Like there's a lot of stuff I forgot about because it just doesn't happen in the. Um... Yeah, the movie really like 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 fucking trims everything up to um, 
like they, they add some 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 touches to uh it all out but yeah like if you uh have hbo max just it's on there and i recommend it enough it's like a really fun movie and it looks great like the um the they, animation looks a lot like how the books look. Right, it's yeah. Kind of crazy that they it, pulled it off. That's another thing I really like about the um, the DC animated stuff was that if they were adapting a story, they would also like try to capture the art style of the story they were adapting. Like, I first noticed that. I first noticed that uh, when they made um, Under the Hood into a movie. Yeah, Under the Hood looks exactly like. Uh, looks like the book the most noticeable one is um justice league the new frontier which that's oh, that, yeah. it's all just darwin cook art didn't they do a movie where they kind of tried to pull off alex ross's art animated i want to say they tried i cannot remember for sure um, that sounds right. but I, I, I don't recall which one uh honestly Pretty much, if you just feel like watching some cape shit, and it's just like good classics over here fun, you can't go wrong with just like watching those DC animated universe movies. They're really good. Yeah. There's one thing that like DC is good at in front in the media space: it's cartoons and animated films, most part. Yeah, yeah. They're they've always been good at that, and it's. Again, to tie this all back to where we started before we wrap. Comics are, and this is something I'm very passionate about, um, they are a very valuable piece of medium, or a piece of media, right? They're a valuable storytelling device. And you can do so much with them. And... Uh, they are deserving of their own value separate from what they can give in terms of like a live action movie. And animation is a perfect way to adapt these stories while keeping the parts of them that are special and unique to them being a medium that is drawn by people. I, I would argue that um, some exceptions, every live action superhero movie that we've ever gotten would have been 10 times better as an animated film. Yes. Absolutely. There isn't one that like like you can't tell me that the Batman wouldn't look better if it was drawn. Like you like, could yeah. do so much visually with that story um it was animated. Like don't get me wrong, I love the Batman. It's a great movie, but I feel yeah. like for like like the more we rely on live action tell these stories my biggest fear is that one day we get to a point where the concept a comic book is As its own not thing. common right yeah, like it's like well, it just goes away yeah uh, which is you know one of my favorite things about uh being on this podcast is get really experience how this medium has been has always been great. It's, it's always, always been, been great. Like I always want to cover like such a wide variety of eras on this podcast because there's so much there's something special in every era. There's something good and fun in this that is unique to comic books. 
Like there's there's some stuff that you just cannot translate to the action. And uh no, I, I really hope that I mean it, it, it's it's looking scary, especially on the Warner Brothers side, because David Zasloff is fucking cleaning house, but I I hope that we get back to a point where, you know, we can look forward to like other DC animated films coming out every other year because like like I said, it's all been good. I'm looking at the list of of the the run that started in two thousand seven and it's all good. Like there's not a bad one in the bunch and yeah, the only way that, that this kind of stuff is gonna keep um, like being made is if you just read comics. It's, it's not hard. Just you like Spider Man? Just fucking start reading Spider Man. Just read Spider Man. Doesn't matter if you're caught up. Do you I did. And I mean, especially hell, if you like Spider Man, they're always putting him back at zero. Yeah, Spider Man <laughs> is the most rebooted superhero of all time. Yeah, Marvel has dozens of number ones and. The, just the last 10 years pressed. he's got like four yeah like you'd be hard pressed to not find a good jumping in point for Spider-Man or any superhero honestly yeah uh enemies rad yeah like, um, amazing art like I said some of my favorite looks of Batman and Superman well, that movie is great if you don't read the comics and um Grows hot. <laughs> I only say that because I'm looking at the Alex Ross art of her right now. Yeah. Trying to find that movie. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so thank you all for joining us uh, on this episode of MCMF. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Archer Arios, A R X H E R A R I O S. You can follow the show uh, at MCMF Pod. You can follow Manny at All Star Bat Manny. Uh, we, I, I've got to hammer out the details, but two weeks from today, or t- uh, two weeks from Monday, two things. Two things. One, Manny, your birthday. Right. Uh, and the birthday of the show. <laughs> this show turns Is it on old. Halloween? It is, I think, if not the 30th, then it, if it's, it's either the 30th or the 31st. I have to double check. But I'm pretty sure I put the first episode up on Halloween. Yeah, because Halloween was a Sunday last year, so I put it up on that Sunday. Oh, shit. Another yep. reason to celebrate Halloween. How about that? Yep, this show turns a year old, and I I got something cooked. If you listen to the episode of Dragging the Link that I was on, uh, you know what that is. Um, so I, I got to wrangle Jake because he's a busy man, but he's going to be the plan is for him to be back for uh, for the Halloween for the one year anniversary since Jake was the first guest on the show uh, that's right and it, it, was it Jake, Will, then me? yes for the first three guests? yeah that mm-hmm. makes sense it was Jake on um, Jesse before me Jew's contract then Will on uh, on Red Hood and the Outlaws and then it was you on Spider-Man Blue okay I don't think we got blue much. first, huh? Back and black first. Oh, back and black was first. It was back and black first. Yeah, I, I knew we did both of them, but I couldn't remember who was first. But yeah, yeah, that's right. Back and black first. Yeah, let me let me do a quick scan ski here. 
Um, yeah, so it was you three, then Gary Pichense, who hasn't been on the show in a while. I'm gonna get uh, yeah, him back. Pichense, when, you listen, this, when you listen to this, hit me up. Uh, <laughs> back in the show. uh, yeah, Jesse wasn't on until episode seven. Really? Oh, wow, that's what I thought. Mm-hmm. And it was Jesse, and then Will, and then uh, Gary twice is in there, <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, but yeah, you thank you uh, to everybody who has joined us uh, for this episode. Everybody who has uh, joined us recently, um, you know, uh, it's really cool to be where we are as a show right now, um, where we are. As I look at this, uh, not a great number <laughs> as to turn into a digit. <laughs> I'll say that we yeah. are approaching fifteen hundred downloads, um, yeah. which is fucking crazy. I never thought we'd get there. Um, so thank you to everybody who listens to this fucking rambling mess of a show. Um, and we will check, we will be back with you guys in a couple weeks. Uh, in the meantime, take care, stay safe, kiss your mothers, uh, tip your waitresses, uh, sex work is real work, etc. at all. Um, and we'll catch you next time. Peace.